Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. We use it and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. You nailed that line, Crafty. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. AJ, what else? With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. That's true. And ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we've been connecting with fans more with polls and instant feedback. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Championship day on foul territory. Doesn't this feel like playoff World Series vibes here today? I mean, yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, <laughs> not really. No, it does. <laughs> Tell it, me. I mean, yes or no? Yeah, it does. <clears throat> I guess. I mean, yeah. Wow, I mean, he's so, he's so convincing, early. Jonesy. It's too early for me to to get like excited or anything because it's not. I mean, it's eleven o'clock. So like, what? I mean, I do have my USA shirt on. Kratz has got his jersey on. Jonesy's got Japan on. I mean. You know, <laughs> you know, we'll see where we all stand. It's okay. <laughs> Jonesy's rooting for USA more than anyone in the freaking city. I mean, let's. It's, I don't know the, about that. The repeat champs? Are you kidding me? You, you that this tonight is the game. Everybody, I think tonight's the game. Of most people want it, unless it was DR America. No, this is the this is the game people want it. No, I think this is the one people wanted. No, yeah. <clears throat> Why DR do you think America, D, DR right. America is what America, America wanted. MLB wanted. The world, no, well, the Vox world wanted, wants Japan. Vox wanted, ja- Vox wanted Japan. Yeah. USA. No, no, that's not well, true. Duh. Why? I mean, why? Because did you Japan. see the ratings for Japan? Yeah, but that's not for Fox. It helps. That's for international. It helps. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. For like social more impressions, gonna, more people will tune in to watch Japan USA than DR USA. In the U.S. Yes. Interesting. There's more superstar names on the Dominican Republic by far. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. There's one guy that matters. Yeah. His name is Shohei, Shohei. Otani. Well, here's our Fox it. rep. So Kratzy, he would know better than anyone else. I'm deferring. I'm staying in my lane. If AJ says <laughs> what the big boys at Fox say, then I know it. I mean, they might not be his neighbor, but I'm definitely listening to what the guy that works on Fox says and not the guy that works for the MLB. That guy down there, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Not, not listen to that guy. Yeah. Are you giving another speech today, Jonesy? Have you been contacted about anything? Like, what are your obligations the rest of today leading up to the game, if any? Or, or is it just crushing sushi and drinking wine and beers in the suite? Um, I, I got nothing. Um, they know where they they know what is at hand. I mean, I'm just gonna eat some Latin food in the suite. But again, it's Japan, so it definitely might be some sushi. And mm-hmm. just watch the game. I'm gonna sit in the seats, not the. I'm gonna sit first couple innings. I'm gonna do the sweet because I want to eat. Then I'm gonna go and be a, a fan. Okay, AJ. I know I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go be a civilian today. Oh, are you, oh you're gonna sit. You're gonna sit with the, <laughs> yeah. the people. No chance. Oh, I'm gonna sit amongst gonna the people. Be, are you gonna have to have like an armed security guard? You know, like no. with you to make sure nobody bothers you. I mean, God <laughs> forbid you have to like... sit. The only reason he's going to sit in the stands is because he can be like. Oh, hey, guys, I played in Japan. Oh, yeah. you guys know me? Oh, I did good. 
I did good for America too. All eight, all, all Jonesy, all Jonesy's um, doing is just all the players in the big leagues right now are looking at their, uh, their not their per diem, their licensing checks, and they're just getting smaller and smaller because Jonesy just keeps eating more and more food in the MLB suite. 100%. 100%. That's exactly hey, who he, he paid his dues. But after last night, no one even knows who Adam Jones is after Rosarena last night. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it, you know, Randy, he's, he's, baby. You know why he's going it's out with the people? So, people were like, there's a one person who'll be like, hey, aren't you the guy that had the second best catch in WBC history? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you what you, you didn't used to be him? <laughs> He's, oh, he's out there kissing babies. Jonesy's oh, out totally. there spelling himself. You know what? I bet he has. A, I bet he wears his uniform. He might wear a uniform tonight. Like normally, you go and you're like in whatever. Jones is gonna have his full USA with pants. He might even have cleats on, hat backwards. And he, ten, you know see, ten, I'm ten. And some no, someone comes up to him and goes, "Are you Ken Griffey Jr.?" <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, hey, take us behind the tweet. Love me, man. I've been, I've been, I've been embraced by the Japanese people. I was seeing so many of them yesterday, and I was just like, "Hey, I take pictures with all y'all. Can y'all remember me, please? Don't forget about, don't forget about me." Take us behind this tweet because it had over a million views. Randy is the man. Hey, no I went, more Jones. I went viral. That was legit. I mean, obviously, my catch is is just is right there. But I mean, it's better. You, you cannot deny it. it, it AJ, you're saying it's two. No, yours is better. Randy's no. is too. Okay. Well, yours, wait, was yours in championship game? Yeah. Uh, mine was uh, quarters. Quarters well, to Oh, quarters, dude. You might have moved down to like three or four. Yeah. That's to be another one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, what he's doing, like, just uh, give him his flowers, man. Give the man his flowers. Give Randy his flowers. Hey, Jonesy, that was pretty awesome. But the best part of that was not only did he make the catch and then the stare down with Patrick Sandoval, Randy Rosarena made the, the unbelievable catch last night. The guy was signing autographs. The count is 1-0. In between pitches, they show him he's signing autographs for the fans in left field. While there's a guy on first and in the middle of a count, not like changing pitchers, they show him and he's over there like this with a pen and a ball. Oh, here you go, guys. Yep, like, threw the back. game's still going on. <laughs> yeah, but when you're that good, you can do what you want. Uh, I mean, uh, would you not be pissed off, Tampa. Would you be pissed off if you're his teammate? Would you be pissed no. off if he's doing? How how can kind of, you be? Maybe if he does that during the season. Let's take a poll with during our players. Season, during the oh, season, he yeah. is your teammate. Hell yeah, hell You're yeah. pissed off. Pissed. Yeah. But why are you allowed to do it in the WBC? You guys, because you're allowed AJ to do a bunch is all of stupid about. Stuff. Hey, I want to have fun during the WBC. What Jonesy said. What you're allowed to do a lot of stu stupid yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but yes. you're the one saying we need to make the WBC more like the regular season. We do. I said drops Randy's of it. Randy's a rock star. I said drops of it. I didn't he say the little bit. The whole thing. Yeah. I don't need oh, him. Oh, sorry. Now we have to pick and choose what can be done. I'm sorry. Is Randy's <laughs> yeah. performance not good enough for because, you? Because, first of all, there's only 20 <laughs> seconds between pitches. So, if I'm the pitcher and the catcher, and he's out there, and I look out, my left fielder's got a T-shirt signing while I'm trying to get a pitch. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit mad. I'm going to be a little mad when they're like, umpire's like, ball? Why? Well, my left fielder's signing autographs. What about during a pitching change? Pitching change is You're a little okay different. with that? a little bit different but it hasn't been done it's generally not done because it shouldn't be can autographs be signed during a pitching no change? raise your hand they're not supposed to be signed once the game starts they're yeah, not supposed the to be signed starts. but he's doing it every game and he's like a well in the wbc hero. he's doing it he's in wbc he's doing it because it's international rules but once the season starts mlb you'll get fined for doing that 
Well, we, Tyler Glass. You, you work for the league. Tell him to stop doing that. Yeah. I tell him to stop doing that. You sold out to the league. You sold out to the league, dude. You I'm tell the him. Bridge. I'm the bridge of the ownership to the players, okay? Uh, they, I, I want to make them cooler. We're making them cooler, okay? We're, we're, we're giving them a little bit more cachet in the clubhouse instead of when they come in the clubhouse, people are like, nah, I'm going this way. So, you know, we're making we're, we're bridging the gap. That's what we're doing. We're not the bad guys. Wait, let's not the let, bad guy. let's go back. Let's go back to about two thousand six to two thousand eight. When did Lasting's Millage hit that big home run, and then he high fived all the fans down the line? Like maybe Randy Rosarena is just following Lasting's Millage interaction with the fans' ability. Wow, I didn't think we were going to get a Lasting's oh, no. Millage <laughs> call out. If you were playing, name that player Bingo on foul territory. Yeah, hey, I grew up with Lasting's. That's my dude. Yeah, yep. and guess what? I love that. Yeah. I love the fan interaction. I will give him yeah. that. That's yeah. cool. That's fun. Sure, there might be a line. Yeah, he's not signing autographs between pitches, but during pitching changes, I think we should consider it. If I don't think wanted, it's bad unless. Do it. uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think it's bad unless it affects your play. To me, I don't like. You're a. You, you know, if you think your teammate's doing clown stuff, which I don't think it's clown stuff. I think it's interaction with them, which is. Part of the reason they lowered the fence there, that's why he was able to jump, you know, one foot and catch the ball. But that's why I think Jonesy's catch is better because Jonesy was absolutely splayed out all over some tacos in right center field in San Diego. And, I, you know, but that's why the interaction. Like, yes, the Nets, you can't interact quite as much, but let's, like, Figure it out. Let's let's go a little bit past the line on fan interaction, and then we can dial it back instead of just everybody like, okay, baseball game. Everyone uh, loves the Savannah Bananas because they do fun mm-hmm. shit. Jones a little past gonna, the line. Yeah, well, sure. That's that's a lot, oh, whole, Savannah uh, Bananas are a lot past I know, the but <laughs> okay, hear me out on I this mean, one. But they're still fun to go watch for a night. Exactly. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, with, especially with the Rose Arena. Do you agree, Jonesy, that he actually plays better in these big <clears throat> moments? Right? He's played well during the regular season, but the best times of his life, the most clutch times of his life, World Series, World mm-hmm. Baseball Classic. Both mm-hmm. times you're seeing the cowboy boots, you're seeing the fan interaction. Can we make the case that if I'm Kevin Cash of the Rays, I would <clears throat> promote him to do more of what he's doing in the World Baseball Classic? during the regular season. And I think he'd play even better because he's good. I think he can be top 20 or 30 player good in major league baseball. If he's having fun like this. Only thing is that he's being seen by everybody. Now when you're in the playoffs, you're seen by everybody. World baseball, class, world baseball classic. You're seen by everybody. Nobody watches Tampa. <laughs> so no matter what he does. So. Like you could do anything in Tampa, it doesn't matter. No one cares. So he can sign autographs. So he can sign autographs, and no one cares. Whoever's there, for whoever's there, he can can sign one for each person. We'll show the clip. That's right. But (laughs) we'll show the clip. (laughs) 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 He'll get through the whole ballpark. We'll show the whole ballpark easily because no one cares. If he does something that outrageous during the year, of course we're going to show that clip, and we'll talk about it. We'll laugh and say, "Randy's the man." I mean, he was. I mean, he's shagged in a sombrero and cowboy boots, first of all, yesterday, which is a whole other topic. I mean, then he makes the catch. Then he does the whole thing. Then he hit a double with nobody on base. 
and scored two runs, according to Bob Nightingale, which was also unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you do that, but that's like – That's messed up. That's a new thing. Bob. That's I, Bob. It's Bob. It's great. I love Bob. You know, I mean, this guy's doing things. And then he, you know, then he gets the hit, lead off the next inning after Japan comes back, ties the game, gives Mexico the lead again. I mean, this guy's doing special things. He performs better when the lights are on, and that's it. There's no other way. Randy, you keep doing what you're doing. According to Jonesy, no one will see it, but we'll see, and we'll put you on TV. <laughs> we'll see it, but, I mean, nobody else will. We'll post it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. Well, that's the point. We'll they post it. Kenny Ball see game. It live. No, no. They'll see clips, which is how most people consume, especially nowadays anyway. They'll see clips. True. Ken Rosenthal will retweet it. It'll get, and I, I between him my, and Adam my, Jones, my it'll get millions like, of views. My family's like, I love that guy. He's my new favorite player because he's of all amazing. the stuff he's doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's bring that to the regular season. Why not? If he's playing well, no uh, one will give him shit. If Adam there's a Jones, manager, Adam Jones is right there, Scott. See him? He's in the little corner down yeah. there on the right. He yeah. works for MLB. Ask him why they can't sign autographs during the game. Ask him. He's right there. He'll tell you. They won't let you. Do you actually get fined? Like, if during yes. a pitching change, you would get fined? I believe you will. And, I mean, this goes back to when I was younger. They, the, even the veterans was like, nah, you can't sign. The PR people was like, nah, you can't sign. During games. So, it's just one of them things that when you come up as a young guy that <clears throat> they, they ingrain and tell you this you can't do, it's like, oh, well, just that's sometimes that's just the rule you can't, you got to follow. That sounds like no fun police to me because there's three minutes for a commercial break and how much is going on during a commercial break for an outfielder when there's a pitching. So, but we meet, so we meet in congregating center field as outfielders. You are suggesting that the corner outfielders and the center fielder just get sprint to the respective corner lines and just sign for three minutes. If they want, I'm saying like once in a blue moon, or if you're a guy like Randy and you want to do it maybe once a game because the Rays make 20 pitching changes a game. So so again, if they can, if they designate it, uh, uh, say fifth inning, because in Japan, they, after the fifth inning, they go take a cigarette break. So if you if you did that, you got five to seven minutes to. And, and so again, that would probably draw more people to Tampa. I think Tampa yes. might be the first. Let's experiment with Tampa, okay? I'm, I'm gonna talk to Rob and and and, and see if we can open Tampa to be the uh, guinea pig for a lot of <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff. No one's seeing it. Let's just see how it works for a few months. I think that's a brilliant idea, right? Let's try one ballpark with the guy who loves signing autographs during a game, one mid-inning pitching or mid-game pitching change in mid-inning, if possible, and Randy goes and signs autographs for a few people. He loves it. It would, it would it make him why? It just won't, won't happen. happen. It won't happen. <laughs> there was a won't. time when players weren't allowed to put things on their on their cleats. They weren't allowed to design the cleats. Remember? There was a yeah. There was a big rule. You had to be fifty-one percent of the team colors. But that changed. Finally. So? I mean, it took them 10 years. People change. So it's been 10 years. If there's a uh, manager that'll let them, it'll be Cash. Cash lets his players be who they are. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to paint Randy Rosarena as the face of MLB, but, like, if he wants to be that way, let him go. Let him yes. do it. Let's do it. Kevin Cash at some point will come on. Let's ask him. I'm we'll, fine. we'll bring listen, him on next week and we'll ask him. Listen, I don't play no more. I don't care what guys do anymore. Now, when I played, I would have been a little... You would have cared. Hell yeah. If during the game, during yeah. one pitching change, Randy yeah. Orozarena signed autographs, yeah. you would have cared? Yeah, because I'm out there busting my ass having to catch the pitcher, catch those eight pitches, oh. get the guy ready. Yeah, you call me old, you can call me bitter, but yeah, I would have been a little pissed off. Now, do whatever the hell y'all want. <laughs> Throw your bats, flip your bats, 
Oh, Dance around after AJ. you hit home runs, moonwalk. I don't care. I like it now that I'm a fan. <laughs> but when I was playing, AJ. I would have been mad. It's a different game. But I agree. You can't sit here and make a case that the World Baseball Classic needs to be brought into Major League Baseball during the regular season. And I've been asking this question. What do you want? What fun. do you want from the W? Fun. Okay. So give me some fun examples that you want to bring. From the WBC to the All the dudes th throwing their bats and jumping up and down when they score a run. Make it like college baseball. They take their helmets off. They bang their helmets when guys hit home runs. Make it fun. Make Show emotion. But I don't need a dude signing autographs. So if he wants to do it, great. But if I'm on his team, I'm going to be like, hey, man, like, let's try to focus a little bit more. Now this, fine. You should work for the league. No fun police. Nope. No nope. fun police. <laughs> nope. We're they won't fun, hire man. Me. They won't hire fun. me. <laughs> You're trying to get a job? So we do have Jeff McNeil. I want to ask – I'll ask him the same question. Hey, what do you think of a Rosarena signing autographs during the game? He'll say you're nuts. My, Why? Because he's the flying squirrel? Yes. I <laughs> want to know where that came from. But, I mean, first of all, besides the Rosarena stuff, can we just talk about what an awesome game that was last It was last incredible. Night? Yes. I mean, Japan walking him off. The dude that sprinted from first – I ain't even going to try to say his name. Shuto. 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 I, that's a great name, Shuto, because in uh, Mr. Baseball, the guy threw the Shuto. I know Tom Selleck couldn't hit, remember? Most people watching this were not old enough to see Mr. Baseball. Well, it's a, Mr. Great, Baseball. it's a great movie. Tom Selleck, he's old, broke down, went to Japan to try to play, couldn't hit the shuto. Well, they teach him how to hit the shuto, and then he becomes Mr. Baseball. It was in oh, Adam Jones. There you go. It's the Adam the Jones Mr. Baseball. The it's Black the Adam Mr. Jones Baseball story. right here. Any producer looking, paying attention, let's redo it. I did the same thing. Went over there like, I can't do this. Broken down, just like Tom Selleck. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Same exact story. Push broom mustache. <laughs> just didn't have, actually, if I shaved, I'd have a dirty stash. <laughs> I would watch that remake, by the way. Yeah, let's Jonesy. That'd be sick. With Jonesy? That yeah. would be sick. I'll be your agent, be Jonesy. I'll be, the, I'll be the agent that sends you to Japan. Who would play you, Jonesy? Who would play you in that movie? Uh, Denzel's too old. Will Smith's too old. No, no, uh, I, I mean, I was uh, thinking more like, you know, Chris Tucker. <laughs> he may be a little bit too old. Michael B. Jordan. No, come on now. You're yeah. like naming people that are too let's good go. looking. No, let's I go. I going to say on, Chris man. Rock. I think the, the uh, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a couple guys. I can't think of their names Evan right Hart? now. Oh, too wow. short. MBJ is perfect. Nah, dude, yeah. MBJ. That's the guy. He's the we should athlete. do a we should do a poll on which actor could play me or should I'm play down. Me. Connor, can we run that? Hey, who was the guy? Be able to read read it. It. Bush McBill died, right? So we can't use him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that joke. <laughs> Josie got it. That's all that matters. Know. Know no Bush about. Wait for for a few minutes because Jeff McNeil's going to join us soon, and then we'll preview tonight's game. We'll spend plenty of time on that. But yeah, give me your best stuff from last night. It was one of the best games I've seen in a while. For, the Suzuki guy was really good. But he hung a split to Arias, who hadn't done anything the whole game, right? Suzaki hung a split, three nothing. Mexico looked like they were at absolutely no chance. Couple blue pits, three run homer. They're up three nothing. They were cruising. The problem is between Sandoval and Urquidy, too many walks. They kept turning the lineup over, and eventually Japan was going to break through, right? So they they kept loading the bases, kept getting out of it, loading the bases, kept getting out of it, and then JoJo Romero came in, threw a changeup again. The guy. Uh, Yamamoto, who is it? The home run. Uh, Yoshida. 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 Yoshida hit the home run. That's a big Red Sox guy now. New Red Sox, three yeah. to three, right? And they questioned his power. That was a bomb he hit on a changeup. He just yeah. flicked it out front. And then you got a game, and then Randy 
gets the hit. They Mexico goes back up, and you're like, oh, here we go. Gallegos has been a stud in late, late in games for, for a few years now. Comes in, and Otani, bam, walk, another walk. And then, oh, boy. And Shuta was flying. 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 <clears throat> no doubt. It might be might be just you and me, Jonesy. They might be paused. Oh. Yeah. They got bad bad service over there. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> oh. You're good. Sorry, You're I was there. no, it's called it's called a little pause for Kratzy to jump in there and give his take on the game last night because you were tweeting like a monster. So why don't you actually talk for us too? I mean, like that is that game was everything that I needed it to be because one, I, me and Jonesy picked it right. So you know how it is, Jonesy. These guys, they, they don't know international base, but anyway, no, we, I mean, the great things that you saw, you saw how Japan, and this is the old adage of like, like not striking out and just was, they had so many people on base. The thing that I loved, and I wish I would have been able to say it, I had it in my notes for yesterday, Sandoval showed that he can just, yes, he walked some guys, but he could dominate lefties. Otani drove a ball to, to left center, but he hasn't given up a home run to a lefty all year last year. So, like, I thought Mexico, as that game was going on, I thought they had a shot, but like AJ said, like, just – too much in between Sandoval and Gallegos and the real, the real star, which I don't think is going to get any pub because they watched Otani running in and then shoot though, sliding in right at his heels was the dude, uh, Matamoto, I think it's Matamoto, the guy that got the base, that got the double off the wall in left center. I think they were saying he's 23. Mirakami. He two MVPs. Mirakami. His, uh, yeah, his name is Mirakami. Oh, is Mirakami? Yeah, he's a stud. Two MVPs, left-handed hitter. Like, this dude, like, his swing, he looks – I'm impressed. Like, I, I don't know I don't know when he could be posted, but that is a quick bat. And he – like AJ said, Gallegos is – he's a stud for the Cardinals. And he just mollywopped that pitch. Almost a walk-off that would have gotten – would that have been the spread for you, Scott? Or was the spread two and a half? <clears throat> spread was two and a half. I nailed oh. that. I nailed the over. I did go Mexico, so I lost that. But I went two for three, so it was a positive money day. Hey, yeah. you see- was like, Murakami was like one for 50 in the tournament, too, before yeah. that. I mean, he was, he's really good, though. He was No, but he was on the struggle bus. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love bad. his swing. His and bat is saying, so quick. They don't. They don't see lefties like a Sandoval over there. That's why it was a Sandoval was the perfect guy to throw instead of Taiwan because they don't see an 86 mile an hour slider that he was throwing. 86 to 88, that slider cutter he throws Sandoval. That's their fastballs for the lefties in Japan, and then they throw the big dumpers. The old they they're all all the lefties over there are thumbers. So that's why Sandoval had Mirakami. I mean, he was struggling, but he had Mirakami fooled a lot because Mirakami's never seen that. But you bring in the righty, once they brought in the righties, you can see Japan's team got way more comfortable because they have righties over there. They have foreign righties that throw hard. So they they understand that. But once they brought the righty in, you can just see all of them were way more comfortable in the box. But Sandoval had them fooled. Arkiti, they were a lot more comfortable. But they didn't have any more lefties. Well, they did. They had a lefty that came in and gave a three-run yeah. Jimmy Johnson to make it uh... – yeah. 3-3 three, three, but, but you're talking about the second best hitter besides Otani 
in that lineup, Yoshida. That, I played with him. That guy is a he's a stud. He takes what he he takes what you give him. And I say I dubbed him as the Japanese Juan Soto because he'll take his single, take his double to left center, he'll bridge you. He, that change up down, you got you got to drop it on that. But he took a you, you've seen his other at bats, oh one two oh two. He'll go to left center field. He doesn't care. He, he plays the game, and I'm excited to see that dude play for Boston because it was fun to watch him for for two years in Japan. I'm writing that down. Japanese Juan Soto. Rookie yeah, of the year, maybe? That's good. Rookie He's of the 29. Year I'm, I'm over that rookie of the year. You're 29, man. I get it. You're an old <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I respect it. That That's gives him the advantage, on. though, because he's 29. He's not 20. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that rule. I'm a yeah, Jones. but what's I'm the rule a, then? You have to be a certain thing. age? Yeah, yeah, but you can't yeah. play seven years in Japan and come over. You're a damn veteran at that point. So what's I mean, the line? I mean, I'm you not have to create a rule. What's the line? It should be a your first year. A rookie of the year can't make eighteen million. Also, another good point by that's Jones. a good point. That's a good call, right? You're there. making seven hundred and seven thousand. I mean, whatever the minimum is. Well, until four, they change those the poor damn rookies these days. Oh, seven hundred. Oh man, okay. I feel so bad. What was your minimum, AJ? What was your minimum? Dude, it was when you first got one, one, maybe one twenty-five. Come on, I know this. I know this. I my first page. My my first paycheck I ever got, my first paycheck I ever got, I was so excited because it was like, I don't know, $10,000, which back then was a ton of money. Brad Radke just signed a big deal, like four years, like $36 million. He goes, let me see your check. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm like, yeah. And he goes, ha, he goes, I make double that every two weeks. And he showed me his, and I was like, no, I hate you so much right now. It's good motivation. It was. I mean, he was right, too. I like that rule, though. If you want to be rookie of the year, you have to be on league minimum salary. Under a million bucks. Well, yeah. But That's what a rookie is. Under a million. Okay. I'm fine with that because, like, some guys get some time and they don't earn enough at-bats to be still be con- not considered a rookie. So, they might get, They're like – They're still on league minimum. You know, but, they no, they might get, like, that $5,000 huge raise from the club. Oh, still under a million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they do that, yes. Man, we really did you a favor here. We gave you a $5,000 raise. <laughs> Woohoo! Some guys turn that down. I did. Yeah, you did. I renewed one year. Yeah, yeah. Just life. to prove a point. Yeah, I mean, they're like the twins are like, hey, here's instead of one twenty five, we're going to give you one thirty, and I'm like, yeah, no. But what's the point? Well, then I went to arbitration. Oh, one, so you so use it during arb- arbitration. Yeah, That's yeah. the point. You use it for arbitration. Fair, fair. Okay. Um, anything else from last night that stood out to you guys? Because we'll bring on Jeff McNeil, and then we'll uh, we'll do a full on preview of tonight's game but last night sellout crowd about thirty six thousand, um and i would say really good chance that we were going to see mexico say yamamoto got to be displayed um i know there were the yankees were in in the stands watching him i'm sure other teams were but he's being posted after 2023 season so he will he he that was his showcase last night Everybody, everybody got to fully see him, and a lot of people were very, very impressed with him. Murakami got—he's going to be posted in 2025. People got to see him. He's the one who walked off. So, you know, it's again it, we're watching these games, but these guys are the Japanese players. These are being scouted at the same time because they, a lot of them do want to come to the United States. They realize the Shohei has opened that floodgates. Like well, again, Japan baseball is great, but yeah, ain't nobody making 30 a year like Shohei is. Like, I fi- who would you rather have, Suzaki or Yamamoto? Yamamoto. Yeah, Suzaki. Personally, me knowing both, I would rather have Yamamoto because Yamamoto's only twenty six. It's not like he's twenty nine, thirty. 
It seems like he has a better repertoire, right? Like more, more pitches. Polished. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. But Sasaki's twenty or twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. So he's gonna split, and he's gonna have he's something's gonna happen there. Yeah. Don't wish it I on. know Yamamoto, so it's you're saying you're saying that's more because that's splitter, so hard on your arm. One hundred and two and a ninety-three mile an hour split that he's throwing. Yeah. I mean, eventually it catches up with everyone. I mean, it's Shohei. Same yep. thing, you know, yep. he was there and he had to have it. I mean, it just happened. I mean, no, it's not, I mean, I hope it doesn't. Shohei's pretty good now, though. Yeah, it's, I agree. I mean, I mean Tommy listen, John's I hope it, nothing nowadays. I hope it doesn't happen because, but, you know, 102, I mean, these guys can tell you, Kratz and Josie, 102 in a 93-mile-an-hour split where he's, like, digging in, like, I mean, dude, he's going to have a hard time with the pitch clock because he goes to the <laughs> rosin bag, walks around. Oh, man, hold on, let me dig in for this pitch. Like, 20 seconds is up, ball one. He's going to walk everybody. I think he should keep the rosin bag on his belt. He can't do that. Why not? <laughs> Next you're going to tell him to put pine tar on his neck like uh, Pineda did that time. I mean, hey, you want to have more fun in the regular season? There you go. My two takeaways from the game are actually pre-game and during the game fan interaction. Because during the game – Gerardo Parra has an absolute boss seat, and AJ, who I would say has a better career than Gerardo Parra, was sitting in section 308 down the line. Gerardo Parra was behind a dish for every game that I saw. He didn't move either. He was stoic, didn't, didn't like just always furrowed brow. And the bigger flex, though, was Otani's, Otani's BP that hit the scoreboard in center field. Like, ridiculous. And he did it to intimidate Team Mexico. Gerardo Parra has, has two, uh, two advantages over AJ, though. Gold gloves. He's got two gold gloves. So that gets you a front row seat? I don't know. No, Just you know trying to has. give him shit. He, he, wanted, he wanted to spend more money than I did on the seat. That's definitely <laughs> well, true. He got, I mean, that's what he he got did. them Johns free. No chance. Yup. Free no. 99. From who? Your boy down in the right-hand corner here, Lemortis. <laughs> Jonesy. Jonesy gave need... Gerardo Parra seats? Yeah. He's, he's, he has cachet, I'm sure, with the Venezuelan Federation, uh, the Marlins. He's, he, he's been around for a while. He can get tickets. Yep. Hmm. Okay. There's a lot I of love people my seats. Stands, there are a lot of people I don't care stands. where my seats were. My seats are awesome. I don't want to be in the front row. I don't want to be on TV. I want to be with the people. Hey. I don't need sweets. I don't need free food. I want to be. I want to pay twelve dollars for my hot dog. <laughs> you want to go stand in line for the bathroom? You want to do another that? great point? Did that one? Did that trick? Took me forty-five minutes to get out of the stadium. You need an escort. Police nope. escort, escort, AJ. Man of the people. Come on, police escort. Get out of here. Man of the people. Hey, I have two things. One, Jonesy, you you duped me, man. I thought you told me Yamamoto starting today, and then he pops I into the game was. yesterday, and I'm like, what the hell? I talked there to goes him. my credibility. I, I almost didn't show up today. I was getting so I, much shit. I talked to him pregame, and I'm like, hey, are you pitching championship game? He said, no, piggyback tonight. I am said, okay. I, I, I thought they, that's what they throw on Imanaga tonight, but I don't know. They got they, they have their plan. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not too samurai's man. <laughs> no, they're keeping us guessing. I mean, at one point, it sounded Darvish like Darvish. Was starting. Yes, exactly. He's not starting either. No, and this is why. So we have a TikTok. I'm that's going been... with. I'm going with uh, Shohei starting tonight. No, he's breaking not. news. I think he should. <laughs> he's going. He said he'll close. Yeah, he's going to come in and close. Gonna, if they have a lead, and he think about if he's got to go bets Trout. They got two outs. That's good for Mike him. Trout. He's a righty. But just think think about the, the – He can mow down the righties. That's where I would want him. Top think of the about lineup. the play, though. 
end of the game, they're up by one. Second and third, two outs. Here comes Trout. It's Otani versus Trout. I mean, now we're talking. We're that, going live. I'm going live yeah. from my living room if that happens. <laughs> it's called Twitter Spaces, Kratzy. We can do it tonight. If they're if those two are facing each other in the eighth inning, that I'm in for epic. it. That'd yes. So no doubt. So for me, my thing is last night we had a Lance Lynn TikTok that kind of blew up overnight. I think it's got like half a million views on TikTok in a pretty short time. And our account's pretty new. And the comments were going nuts. First off, they're trying to call me out. They're like, hey, who's this dude saying that um, that Yamamoto's starting? They're like, it's Darvish. Then people are like, nah, it's not Darvish. So it was a mess in the comments. The other portion was, hold up. When was this posted? Why are you guys talking about Otani pitching for Japan? when this was posted before Mexico and Japan. Hey, I'm innocent. Lance Lynn is the one who said, what's Otani doing in the championship game? He might close. I might close then. I didn't say it. You didn't say it. Lance I don't even Lynn know how to it. use my social media, so you can't blame me. Lance Lynn said it. Lance <laughs> Lynn before the before the game. And hey, I mean, he, he knew what he was talking about. Japan did win. But a lot of people were like, this won't age well, or this might not age well. And then they really went after it when it was 3 nothing, And then people replied to it saying, this aged fine. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Lance Lynn assumed that Japan was winning. Look. Yeah. You won't be starting and Otani won't be closing because Urias will be closing when Mexico wins it all. This didn't age well. Didn't age well. Urias <laughs> isn't allowed to pitch anymore. There was a lot of that in the comments. I mean, didn't Lance age Lynn well. said it and... I mean, it was news because just because Otani said he would be willing to close. It's not like we not anyone said like, oh, it was like if Japan wins, but the way it was cut made it sound like, uh, well, Scott, not me or Jones or Kratz. It was Scott, all Scott people, <laughs> it's all Scott. He said, you know, when Mexico loses, Japan wins, you know, Otani's going to close. And Lanson's like, well, wait, what? Otani's going to close? Well, I want to close too. So I get it. But I mean, you know, that was all Scott. He He, he said it. He didn't bet that way, though. Nope. No, nope. you're right. I did not. That was a very Todd Frazier moment for you. Uh, I went two for three last night, Kratzy. I did just fine. Two <laughs> for three is called, comments. called winning money. Yeah. <laughs> Hedging your bets with your comments and not your money. At least I didn't bet on both teams. That's never a win. <laughs> <laughs> One second. CC is called. Okay. Josie, <laughs> 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 what goes on for you? CC's calling. Uh, we also have Ken Rosenthal, who's going to come in soon and let us know what's going on. He apparently have, is having the time of his life. Yeah. I'm, He's covered listen, a lot of baseball say this now. and a lot of World Series I'm going to say this now, Kratz and, and Jonesy. Jonesy, you're going to have to help me out here. I'm going full Mark DeRosa right now. I want to be a part of the U, uh, this World Baseball thing and whatever the heck the next one is. I don't know. So, Jonesy, 26. 26. I don't know if there's a Polish <clears> team. Um, or not, there is, you know, maybe I could still play suit up for him. Um, but if not, you know, USA, you can see my shirt. I want to, I want to be a part of this thing, Jonesy. So let's go. Okay. Hey, uh, Tony Regans is the one who obviously controls all of it, but that's what, see, just by you saying that, that's what we want. We want, it, it, we want former players who have had hell of a careers and got cash in the game. We want them to be a part of it because you can be, AJ, when you come around people, you're well respected. They know you. They want to be like um, your energy, your fire. You mean to tell me you don't have the energy? You have the energy and fire to be like Jerry Manuel jumping around, 
No, uh, I, I got more than Jerry Manuel. Let's be serious. No, I, I mean, I know. You might be the problem. You know what? The problem is, I might get in a fight. That might be a problem. I might. I might. <laughs> With who? That dude that was ripping his shirt off, telling me to suck it from Venezuela. <laughs> if I'm on that dugout. I'm like, we might, we might have, a, we might. There might be. There's a little. been a fight. There's been a, an insane fight years back. It was Canada and Mexico. Yeah. Oh that? yeah. That it fight was stands. real. It was yeah. underneath, and we played the game afterwards. So it was, it was, it was tough. <laughs> Come back to follow. It was tough to get dressed. Wasn't they, weren't even, they couldn't get in the clubhouse and get the hell out. They was fighting. Wasn't it in Toronto too? Wasn't were they in fighting in in the uh, tunnel? No Everything. freaking way. No, it, it was it was anarchy, man. We could, we was like, no, we trying to play. We need batting practice. Get the hell out of here. Couldn't do, we couldn't do it. <laughs> I didn't know that. There's a lot of fighters on both those teams. I remember those teams. Canada. Canada? Canada, those boys were drinking Molson ice and playing baseball. I mean, and those and Mexico had some, I mean, had some dudes. I remember Sergio Romo came out and he had his hood like way up over his face. Like he was ready to do something like it was, that was, that was crazy. Acevedo. Acevedo. Oh man. Yeah. I think, I think he, I think he might've, might've carried a shank on him. I don't know. I think he might've. He had a I'm neck sure. tattoo. Something. It was something was on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I played with. I loved him, but there was he had something on him. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> At all times. And neck tattoo means do not disturb. That's yeah. what it means. According to Adam Wainwright. Yep. To to Wayno, he said. That's what I'm saying. You don't, yeah, you don't he mess has with a neck tattoo. Neck tattoo. tattoo. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jeez, I did not know that. That's news to me. That it, it spilled into yeah. the tunnel. Well, oh, we didn't see it. that. Well, no, of course not. No, of course not. Not gonna show that. Look, it was. It was. Well, it's not it WWE <laughs> where they would go inside. Wild. Yeah, it was wild. That's crazy. What did CC just say? Oh, I gotta go to a uh, uh, commissioner's. See, and I'm working, and so I gotta go to commissioner's lunch after this. See, Hello. I told you you had something they wanted you to do. <laughs> Are you gonna you gonna do a speech? No, I'm not doing a speech. No, I, I will be sitting in the far back eating a cold chicken. And try to eat all the salad. <laughs> do we got to pay CC for coming on the show right there? Like, is that do we yeah. got to pay him now? Royalties, because that was his. That was no. his appearance. Nope, nope. We don't. We don't. I mean, he don't know his own. So don't don't tell him. <laughs> you mean you, you, you could have hit ignore on the phone call? I did. Yeah. Oh no, I, I texted him back, but then he called me again. I can't ignore him twice. Yeah. Oh, could so be he, an emergency. Yeah. So that's oh. I can't. Could be an emergency. What? First of all, if it's an emergency, he calling Adam. Thank you, Kratz. He's not calling Jonesy. Why? Isn't no. CC here? CC's, I mean, in Miami, you know? Mm-hmm. He's here. So maybe he needed help. It's not like if, if what, it's an emergency. What could he possibly have had happen in Miami in a hotel? I can give you a million reasons. That he would call he Jonesy, not the police or the ambulance <laughs> exactly. or the front desk first. I see Jonesy's that in the Hart same show. hotel. Yeah, but what, what, so what? Tell me, Scott, what could he possibly have had happen that he's not calling his wife? He's not calling the police. He's not calling this the ambulance. Easy. He's not calling the front desk. This is easy. You're about to get dunked on. Okay, like let's say let's say CC falls, like faints. I fainted in December. I had West Nile virus. I fainted. Okay, am and I you calling... called a random person in the hotel? No, my sister's boyfriend lives down the street, so he comes to help me because I fell and I'm bleeding out of my head. Why don't you call the ambulance? I don't know. Because you're proving my point. Here. I need help. No wonder you fell and busted <laughs> my your head. My head open. wasn't right. Why wouldn't you call the ambulance? Because uh, he handled that and he came quicker than they did. 
How about that? But I'm not, my point is, I'm not calling my family, oh, hey, fam, I know you're a few hours away. Can you come help me get up? No. If I'm in a hotel and I fall and break my head open, I'm calling the front desk or I'm calling an ambulance and being like, 911, can I help you? Yeah, I've fallen and I can't get up. My life alert's going off. Please come help me. <laughs> I'm not calling Adam Jones down the hall. He might Cece. have had a, a food emergency, and Adam already said he'll bring people like Popeye's buckets. He'll bring he'll bring them real food, not like some bougie Rich Carlton shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So one other thing that, that I noticed, and then we'll do predictions later on, on USA Japan and, and, and blow that out, a quote that I'll, I'll get to with Ken at some point too. Um, this was the most telling quote after the game for me. More about the, the sport and, and Otani in general. He said, quote, it's been a while since I was playing in a win or lose game, a playoff atmosphere game. Obviously, we couldn't lose, and I wanted to get the guys rallied up in the dugout. They were asking about how much emotion he was showing. Because, I mean, Otani shows just a, a dash of emotion during a regular season. He mostly acts like he's been there. And this was like, you know, we, we get this from certain players. This was like a, a kid coming out of his shell and playing meaningful baseball with his friends. So You know what I got out of the interview last night? What? That Otani speaks English. Because Ken Rosenthal was asking the translator, yeah, yeah. and Otani was giving him the answer before the translator translated. Yeah, but sometimes they get an idea of what he's saying. No, he knew exactly what he was saying. Straight speaks English. They oh, just 100%. Thank you, Jonesy. They stay, they, oh, a lot of them speak English. They, they Your daughter speaks want to better be English than we do. 100%. Kakuchi, perfect English. They, they just want to be perfect English. Perfect English. Oh, they just want to, they just want to be, they want to be correct when they make their answer. That's the, they, they, they they rarely are like us when we just blurt out stuff. They they may, they want to make sure that they are correct whenever they give a response. That's why they got the interpreters. But if you go and talk to him, hey, Tadahito Iguchi, your old teammate, he was there. Was he? He speaks English. Oh, he does. He didn't. You know what's funny? When we had Iguchi, he didn't speak a lick of English, right? His first year, 05. We had a, he brought his buddy, the translator. I forget what his name was. He didn't speak English either. We had to send him back to Japan because he didn't speak English. <laughs> So the translator that they brought over was a Gucci's like best friend. He didn't speak English. He's like, he like faked it, got the job like a month in. They're like, yeah, you ain't going to work. We can't speak to you either. Send it back to Japan. Had to hire another guy. How does that not get screened beforehand? I, 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 easy. That's so easy. I don't know. G-Man do. <laughs> so Choi. G-Man Choi. I played with G-Man Choi in parts of four seasons in a row until I got traded to the Rays in 2019. He never had a translator. He just brought his buddy, and his buddy hung out with him, who was awesome. I forget what his name is, but he would—he was part of, like, the post-game celebration. But in our scatter report meetings, G-Man Choi, like, they'd be talking about, like, hey, this guy cutter, throws cutters up and in, and he likes to go change up. And you'd see G-Man over there telling the translator what he's talking about to translate it to him. It, like, he was – it was opposite. He was helping – his buddy learned what was going on. Like it was the greatest, like, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to hang out in the big leagues for a little while. Bring your friend to work day. <laughs> Bring your friend from Japan to be a translator and hang out. Hey, we, uh, we'll have 
Ken Rosenthal on soon. Still working on there's there's crappy internet at the Ritz is what I'm being told. Shocker. Shocker. You know, Maybe you should pay like the Yankees have to do. It's like a thousand yeah. bucks a room. Which yeah. by the way, we found the out. That, no, no, don't give that away. Oh, yet. we're we'll not going to go there. I, I'm going to. We are going to go there okay. later. We'll go there later on on the Yankees and, and Delta and paying for Wi-Fi. But right now, let's bring in Bat Boys Baseball, our boys hanging out in Miami. Oh, much better than than on the field. You guys hear us good this time? Oh, yeah, we hear you loud and clear this time. And nice. You hear us a lot better. Wait, where are y'all? We're in an Airbnb in Little Havana that we booked two ga- two days ago, and we got a really good deal on. So Yeah, I, I bet you did. Yeah, they got free puka shell necklaces, apparently, because they all got like six on a piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're making Scott jealous here with all the necklaces I on. I got one on. Yeah, but you don't have – look at them. They got like blue yeah, and white Yeah, I ones. mean, they're swaggier than me. Eric and Liam are in college. Look I'm at in that. my mid-30s. These guys know what they're doing. They're not messing around. <laughs> I mean, they also, by the way, how many chains is too many chains? Haven't you been asking the guys over the last few months, Liam? That's one of your specials. Yeah, so we've been asking the players, but the, the funniest part is every single person who recognizes us from TikTok asked me that question. <laughs> so I think over time I've concluded that it's between four and five. <laughs> wow. Wait, how many do you guys have on now? I see at I least four. Right four. <laughs> I, I got three. Three and Jeez. four? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, y'all. I think four to five. I mean, that's hefty for on-field playing. Dude, have you seen the Cuban guys? They have four Jose Contreras. No, they usually have one huge. One Dude, Jose Contreras used to have a gold medal around his neck. Yeah. It was like this big, Ooh. and he would pitch, and it would come out, and we'd have to stop the game because he had to tuck that thing back in. Mm-hmm. I I've mean, seen it. it was like the size of a baseball around his neck. Who's got the best chain uh, in baseball? Like for me, I'm thinking about Jose Ramirez has the one that has the picture of himself that he wears. Have you seen that one? Yeah. <laughs> the Doogie Spongebob yeah. chain. That's the first yeah. one that comes to mind for me, but anything Verdugo wears. He had five yesterday, by the way. Verdugo? For, Verdugo? Five chains. Dang. Not surprised. At once. Oh, my God. That's, it's, these guys are spending so much money on these jewelry. As I got one on <laughs> but no, <laughs> but it, it's the it, the eras change, man. It, you watch Manny, you watch Tatis. I mean, these dudes. It, it's not just like the Cubans where you got like the metal and then the and then uh, the diamonds pavade into. These dudes is going like single carat diamonds now, like right? like bracelets for necklaces. So step up, step your game up, guys. You guys, you guys get in the pukas, but when you guys get a little successful, step your game up. <laughs> so so uh bad boys what's what's been the take on the wbc you guys have been at every game correct like what's your take who's winning tonight like who's your favorite guy i mean who's your favorite guy you talk to pretty pretty much every single game we've been to and i've said it about a dozen times but last night i mean that's the coolest baseball game that i've ever been to in person that was so exciting to watch um I have no idea who's going to win tonight. I just know we're in for a great game. It's going to be it's going to be a classic. Last night was a classic too. Um, in terms of favorite that we've talked to out here, I don't know. I mean, you got to talk to Bert Verdugo for a second time yesterday, and just to see guys that we like saw out in Arizona, and then now we're seeing them here in Miami. They're like, "How are you going back and forth at the same time?" So, I mean, there's been a bunch of really cool guys on this trip. I need to see. I need to hear a prediction. I need both of you to give me a prediction. Lock it in. We're not going. 
We're not going Todd Frazier here. We're going, <laughs> we're going prediction from both of you so we can put a check mark, green or red, when you guys get it right or wrong. And just for context, Eric and Liam, Todd Frazier, yeah, we did give him shit what last week. He was like kind of saying both teams are going to win. We're like, we put on like the ticker, like breaking news. Todd says everyone will win WBC. <laughs> yeah, as long as both teams have fun, right? Then everyone wins. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to go. I don't know. The USA bats like really came out the other night, but Japan has really good pitching. It was like a pitcher duel last night until they got into the late innings. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going Japan all the way. Wow. Score. I love um, that. You I said think, it with your chest. I say Japan like six, three. Okay. Just because the way like a lot of balls that were caught last night came off their bats, yeah. it was insane. Like there'd be absolute lasers, but they'd be right to the center fielder or left fielder. And Randy made that catch. But like these balls come off their bat like different. Like even Dude, we noticed it during so, BP. Oh my gosh. And it like these are just lasers that if they find gaps, like damage is gonna be done. And like honestly, the the walk-off hit, that's what all these hits that were caught looked like. Just these like laser, like mm -hmm. that's the only way I can describe it is these lasers. And I know it's like the USA guys haven't faced most of this lineup before. Um, so I just, I think Japan's going to pull off a, a W. That doesn't I like it. your purchase of the Japan t-shirt at all. Yeah, and I got a Japan t-shirt <laughs> last night. That's okay. Hey, you're, you're buying all the way in. That's a great breakdown of Japanese swings. I think we'll have to, we'll have to <laughs> Laser. put that in. But earlier we were talking about, we were talking about, uh, like what, what's the little thing? What's a little thing that we can take from the WBC that's going to make big league games in 162 games better. Like with, like we were talking about Rosa Reina signing autographs and stuff. Like you guys are the forefront of baseball popularity. Like you guys get it. You understand baseball clearly by your breakdown of the lasers they were rocketing, but what is it? We need, we need the answer from you guys. I, I'd say like, just the interaction amongst fans. I mean, obviously everyone's talking about like the energy that the fans have been bringing, but like just seeing fans from either team, whatever matchup it is coming together and taking pictures. together. And we've seen the wave almost every single game that I think we've been to. And it's just like this really great baseball community, you know, and seeing, seeing people just having a great time together. I think like, you can see that more in the regular season, you know, like I know we're rivals at the end of the day, like when you're playing an opposing team and stuff, but just seeing people come together has been really cool. Yeah, I think it's the fan and player connection, which is so like cool to see during this event. And I think the one of the biggest things or biggest reasons for that is the flags. Like fans have flags of their country who are playing. And like we see this sometimes during the regular season, like Dominican flags for the Dominican players, but just any way to connect players and fans like that. And then the players hyping up the crowd is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, like I never saw that for, like I, I never even see that during MLB games, but the way like a pitcher, like last night, Patrick Sandoval, like ended the inning with a strikeout and then he's like looking at the crowd and like doing that. 
Like that is the most hype thing ever. And that just gets everyone into it. And I'll add all the noisemakers, all the noisemakers that fans have brought in. Yeah, like, ca- like cowbells, like, the cowbells like drums. We had, someone brought in like a whole speaker the other yeah. day. Like a <laughs> big ass the Dominican speaker. Game. The Dominican and game. like, I don't know how they're speaker. getting some of these things in the stadium. We've smelled some things that shouldn't be inside the stadium, but we're <laughs> like more stuff that like makes it a party atmosphere and environment. I think that's good for everyone. Add to the party here. Team USA's Jeff McNeil joining us right now from Miami. Jeff, great to have you. We appreciate the time. Uh, Bat Boys will ask you a few questions. I want to start, though. Uh, what do you think we should take from the WBC and just sprinkle into the regular season in Major League Baseball because this has been so much fun? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. But, uh, yeah, this tournament's been uh, fantastic so far. Um, I think uh, – you know, the, you know, the fan engagement's been, uh, you know, pretty incredible. So, um, you know, I think if we can, you know, take that kind of atmosphere, you know, bring it over to the, you know, the regular season, I think, uh, you know, we'd have 162, you know, pretty incredible games. I'm with you. Bat boys, take over for a few, and then we'll let you go. So, it's all you. What's up, Jeff? Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Um, first question I got, I asked uh, Lars Newtbar this yesterday. Um, got a pretty cool response. But what's something – unexpected that's happened like over the course of this tournament that uh, you found really cool that you didn't really like expect going into it? That's a yeah, tough question. Um, I mean, you know, everything about the tournament is, it's, it's different. It's not, you know, your typical, you know, break. And so uh, I think it's kind of really prepares, you know, guys for the playoff and atmosphere and uh not what to expect so um that's something i can take from the tournament uh i got to play a few big games last year so um playing a tournament like this might uh help help guys down the road yeah one that i've got is obviously we've seen some serious heroics from uh trey the last couple of nights and you know he's coming back to the nle signing with the phillies this year I was just wondering, you know, your thoughts like going into the season, you know, Mets are looking amazing, Braves look amazing, Phillies look amazing too, Marlins and Miami, like they look pretty good too. I can't really talk to my Nats, but tell me about the dogfight that's coming up in the NL East this year. Yeah, the uh, NL East is going to be tough. Um, yeah, Trey Turner's uh, pretty unbelievable tournament for us, so it's uh, been a lot of fun to watch. Be Phillies this year, so um, you know we're going to have a lot of good games with them. So uh, hopefully he doesn't. You know, do what he uh, did do, uh, you know, Venezuela against us. So um, it's going to be fun this year. You know, the, the NL East, I they still think, is one of the best uh, divisions in baseball. So. Um, next one I got is just going into the Japan game and, like, with that team being all, like, compiled of players that most of you guys have never played before, how's the preparation different than basically all the other teams in the tournament that are full of big leaguers that everyone's familiar with? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely a little bit uh, different. Um, I think we thought we were going to face uh, Darvish, and we're not. So I know guys were uh, somewhat familiar with Darvish, um, but I know that changed. So you know, I know guys are a little bit unfamiliar with, with uh, you know the pitcher throwing today. So uh, going to the clubhouse, have a team meeting. Uh, you know, some guys some guys do a lot of video, some guys do a little bit of video, um, and you know we'll talk a little bit about them and um, you know just have a good approach up there. Uh, but yeah, you guys are. The pitchers we have faced, um, so you know we gotta you know try to compare them to somebody we have faced, and um, you know try to get a you know comfortable as possible in the box uh, with the guy we've never seen. 
Hey, Eric and Liam, we appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you down the road, all right? Have fun out there tonight. Sounds we good. will. We will. See good you later, job. Jeff. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, Jeff. So we'll take over with our boys for a little bit here. Um, so first off for me, tell me about the personalities in the clubhouse. Like who's the funniest dude on Team USA and who's going out to dinners together? Uh, we've had a few good dinners. Um, the funniest on team, I still I think I got to go with, you know, he's my teammate. It's Pete Alonzo. Uh, you know, the guy's a guy's sneaky, very, very funny. So, uh, you know, love having him around, uh, you know, especially the new guys. Um, you know, as for dinners, we've had some, uh, you know, good ones. We had one in, uh, you know, Arizona, um, with, uh, you know, special guest, uh, Chris Paul, he came in and talked to us a little bit, which was, was pretty cool. So, um, had a good dinner there. And then, uh, Wainwright got a bunch of the guys, um, and their families together last night for a little dinner and to watch the Japan game. So, um, you know, has some good, uh, you know, team bonding. It's, it's tough in a tournament like this where you got to come to come together, uh, you know, extremely quick. We have, seven games at most to uh you know come together and i think this team has done a good job with that jeff how you doing baby uh two-part questions like a lot of people is just complaining the wbc wbc you've been part of spring training so a lot of spring training is your career this one's different do you feel that playing in this tournament obviously you're not getting as many at bats that you would be getting during spring training but you're still getting your work in do you feel that physically you're ready to start the season as as you would be um, for for the Mets and expectations. Obviously, the Mets have tremendous expectations. Team USA has tremendous expectations. You ramping yourself up in March for, the, for this expectation a little different than October, obviously. But how has that just all been feeling for you? Uh, yeah, no, uh, I do feel like I'll be ready for the season. You know, I haven't got as you know many at bats as, as I wanted to uh, in this tournament, but. Um, you know, still doing my work in the cage, you know, still keeping the swing, uh, where, I, where it needs to be, but yeah, I know I have a plan when I get back to, you know, spring training on, on Wednesday or Thursday and, um, you know, go to the backfields and, you know, try to make up those bats, uh, you know, having, you know, it was a week for me, uh, since my last at bat, you know, I got a few at bats in the other game, but, um, yeah, it's tough to stay a little bit sharp, but, uh, you know, I came into the tournament sharp, um, so I know I can get ready, uh, you know, pretty quick and, you know, as for, you know, expectations, uh, you know, this year uh, with the Mets, you know, we have extremely high expectations, you know, just like coming into this tournament. Um, you know, I think we, you know, kind of expected to, you know, be where we are right now. And, um, you know, we want to win the whole thing. So uh, it's going to be a fun game tonight. Can't wait. And uh, it's going to be fun, you know, 162, you know, plus playoffs, hopefully with, uh, with the Mets this year. So looking forward to that. Jeff, we're going to have you on a bunch this year. So before we get into the whole Mets, the season of the Mets, because we'll get to talk to you a bunch, I want to talk about tonight's game. Are you going to play second base? Uh, we actually haven't got a lineup yet. So, uh, you know, unsure of that, right? D, D Rowe doesn't like give you the text message, hey, you're playing second, or Tim Anderson's playing second, or uh, we, anything like uh, that. Everything in our tournament, we, uh, we were getting the lineup, uh, especially in pool play. You know, we I think it was, those were kind of scripted out. So, uh, and, and, you know, these final games, uh, haven't heard, but, uh, you know, just looking forward to a, you know, no, fun no, game. No, 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 bull crap. You want to play, go in there and say, <laughs> D-Row, I, yeah. I was the batting champion last year. Stick me in at second base. I don't care who's pitching. I'm going to take my knobless bat. I'm going to get three hits. We're going to whoop Japan. Let's go, D-Row. Don't, no, don't give me the politically correct answer. Bull crap. You want to play, go tell, text D-Row, say, I want to play. Yeah, Every, everyone wants to play, you know, it's, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably one of the biggest games. You know, I think I, I saw some of the numbers in, in uh, you know, the most watched games. I think, uh, you know, I think this has one of the, has a chance to be the most watched game, I think, ever. So, uh, you know, obviously want to be a part of that and, uh, you know, get USA Championship. Yeah, so you want to play. So tell Dero I want to play. That's it. You've got, All right, if you text him, if you text him and say I want to play, you'll play. <laughs> he needs he needs some motivation. You need you need to get in there. Let's let's after you guys win, are you going to piss in Turner, Real Muto, and Schwarber's bags right as they're leaving <laughs> so that they get back and all their stuff smells like piss and you're like, yeah, suck on that. Absolutely. Start season off hot for them. So we're no longer we're no longer friends after uh, after tonight. So, but when, when when are you no longer friends? Do you get the medal around your neck and then you're like, you know, like then you go and dump their bat their stuff, or are you dumping it during the game while you're getting ready to pinch hit? Since you're clearly uh, not going to text D Ross as yeah, soon as D-Ross. we get the medal. As soon as we get the medal, it's uh you know business after that. Back to your corners. Back. Yep. Go back. Hey, Chad, some rule. Oh, go ahead, Johnsy. I was saying, so obviously, I mean, a lot of things going on now with rules. No more shift. How's that? Is left handed hitter obviously you can put the ball where you want, but how's that going to affect you? You think you're going to repeat as a batting champion since more, more space? Um, yeah, no, it's interesting for, you know, a guy like me. Uh, I could, or I was able to, you know, go the other way pretty easily and beat the shift. Um, you know, not going to be able to do that anymore. So, uh, when they, uh, it, it was nice when they did shift me, it gave me an approach, you know, told me hit the ball here, look for a pitch to hit the ball there. Uh, when they don't shift me, it's, you know, a little bit different. You know, I, you got to stay kind of in the middle of the field and you got to, uh, you know, hit the ball, um, you know, where it's pitched. So, uh, I think I'll have hit for a little bit more power. Um, I'm able to pull the ball, uh, without worrying about, you know, four guys being on that side and, uh, smoking it right into the shift. So, um, I think I'll hit for a little bit more power and, um, hopefully, you know, keep that average, you know, well above 300 as well. So, Jeff, you, you, yeah, the shift is, I don't think, affects you as much because I'm sure a lot of teams didn't shift on you because of the way. But you use, I, I talked about earlier, and for people that don't know, you use the novelist bat, right? You have, you choke up what, as Todd Frazier likes, about four and a half inches. <laughs> Sometimes, um, depends on who I'm facing. <laughs> so, uh, like, can you explain to the to, to listeners and the viewers? There was a story I heard it the other night about how you got it, how you started using that bat and, and why you use it. Can you explain what it does for you and how it allows you to get inside the ball and, and use your swing? Uh, yeah. yeah, I got the bat in 2015 from uh, you know our minor league hitting coordinator and uh, just felt really good. Uh, the first one I ever got was a, I think it was 35-33. Uh, it, was a bit, it was a giant bat. So, uh, you know, I choke up a lot on it and, you know, just try to barrel it in. Um, you know, I felt with that, you know, longer length and, uh, you know, more weight in the bat. Um, as long as I barreled it, it would come off, it would come off harder. So, um, fell in love with it, been using it ever since, but, uh, you know, it just gives me, uh, you know, great back control. Um, you know, I'm not much of a, uh, power guy, so I don't need this monster big old barrel with a small handle that I can swing super hard and, you know, hit, you know, a bunch of bombs, you know, I'm the, the guy kind of guy that needs a that back control to, you know, move runners over, uh, drive runners in with, uh, you know, runners on third base, less than two outs. You know, I just got to put the ball in play. And uh, that bat uh, gives me, um, you know, the control to do so. It's got a, a, a pretty thick handle as well. So, uh, you know, it just makes it a little bit easier to, uh, you know, control the control the barrel. So, um, yeah, it looks like I choke up, you know, a ton. You know, it's a 35-inch bat. So, uh, 
you know, I've probably tried to make it a, you know, 33. And, um, but yeah, no, it just feels good in my hands. Your teammates make fun of you? Has anyone ever made fun of Like when you first started using it, and say you were in double A and then you went to triple A and then in the big leagues, I guarantee you one of your teammates was like, what the heck is it? Was there anyone that was like, what the heck are you doing? Like get down on the knob and let's try to go deep. Like, right? There had to be somebody. Oh, yeah, I think, that was- yeah, no, I, I still, I mean, it's all over Twitter every single night I play baseball, you know. What was McNeil using? Uh, you know, there's no, there's no handle. He chokes up. Like, what's he doing? What's he doing? Uh, but yeah, the same with teammates too. You know, uh, a lot of guys, you know, they'll, they'll pick up my bat. Uh, you know, when I'm at a tournament like this, you know, uh, just, just pick it up. And they're actually, you know, quite surprised a lot of the times. They're like, that actually kind of feels kind of good. Um, they would never use it, but you know, it feels good in their hands. And, uh, you know, I know like Pete Alonzo, like, you know, using it, uh, he hasn't used it in a game, but you know, he's picked it up and, you know, said that's not that's not too bad yeah they got to take a picture of your wallet too that that's not too bad either (laughs) who's the guy who's the guy on this team that is like from afar when you've watched him you're like that guy's a jerk like I don't like that guy that guy's a dick and now that you've gotten to know him you're like okay okay like maybe maybe I kind of like this guy oh that's tough um you know I don't think there's anybody on this team you know who I was not looking forward to meeting, um, you know, this, these are the best players in baseball. So, you know, these are the, you know, the ones you want to associate yourself with. But, uh, I think, you know, no one, no one, you know, I've ever had problems with. So, uh, you know, I've enjoyed, uh, you know, every single one of them and, uh, you know, just good, good, uh, good group of guys. Jeff, I need the CP three story. You said Chris Paul showed up at dinner in Arizona. What did he say? How did that all come about? Uh, yeah, no, he, uh, showed up, uh, I think we were at Mastro's in, in Scottsdale and, you know, nice team dinner and, um, D Rose brought in, you know, special guests and it was, uh, Chris Paul. So, um, you know, pretty cool to have him in there, you know, just gave us a little, uh, you know, pump up speech, you know, uh, talked about his time with, uh, you know, team USA and, you know, when they didn't win it and, um, you know, the next, next Olympics that went out and, um, you know, took care of business. So, you know, it was a, uh, you know, kind of a take care of business, uh, you know, speech. And, um, you know, I think the guys really appreciated it. Was it better than Adam Jones's speech, his redeem team speech or Adam Jones being like, yo, I am the legend of the world baseball classic. I think Adam Jones is the legend of the world baseball classic with the, that catch he made. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, better than Randy's catch last night. Yeah. Oh, just, for sure. Oh, down? for sure. Oh, for oh come sure. on. Just that was so down. much more athletic. That was so Find much more autograph. athletic. Hey, Adam Jones didn't sign autographs in the middle of an at-bat, though, while there was a runner on first after his catch. That is, that is true. That is true. But, uh, no, I love the one that Josie made. That was fantastic. But, yeah, the one uh, Randy made last night was good. You know, he's been a, you know, an electric player all, uh, all WBC, and it has been fun to watch. Hey, uh, one more for me. I, I want to get this story in because it's most relevant right now. And I'm just so curious about how Team USA is put together. So apparently there's a story with you running into Mark DeRosa and that's how some of this came about. Is that really how the team's put together? Like, I'm thinking there's this like big war room and they're writing down all the names of all the players and they're hitting them all up on the phone or their agents and talking through things. There's been multiple stories. We had Lance Lynn on yesterday and he said like, he's out with the boys, kicking back, having some beers. He FaceTimes Dero at like midnight, like, yo, I'm playing. I don't give a shit. Like, so is that how it happened with you too? You're at a golf tournament. You guys are kicking back, having some beers, and then you're just like, yo, I'm playing. Is that, I, I just thought it would be like more of this 
formal, hey, this is Mark DeRosa. I'd love for <laughs> you to play for Team USA. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we were down at, uh, in Mexico at, at Diamante for uh, a golf tournament. And, you know, it's a bunch of big league guys. And uh, I know DeRosa is going to be there. So um, it was already kind of brought up about playing in the you know WBC. Um, you know, I had nothing official yet, but, uh, you know, our, or my agent was, you know, in contact with, uh, you know, Tony Regans and, um, you know, they, they've been talking. So, uh, I think it kind of helped my case, you know, when I, when I saw him, you know, I went up to him and, you know, we had, we had dinner together and, um, you know, just talked to him a little bit, you know, told him I wanted to be a part of this, you know, I know how special it was going to be and how much fun it was going to be. So I told him, you know, in any aspect, uh, or, yeah, I mean, I'd love to love to be a part of it. Um, you know, we'd love to, uh, yeah, help this team in any way I can. So uh, he said, you know, we'd love to have you. Um, and I think, uh, you know, there was a chance, you know, I was on a team before um, what happened with Trevor's story. You know, it's super unfortunate what happened with him. But, uh, you know, I think there was still a chance, um, you know, I would have been a part of it. But, you know, with Trevor's story going down, that kind of, um, you know, allowed me to, you know, for sure have that spot. So, um, you know, super you know, fortunate to be here. But, uh, yeah, tough what happened to him. And, um, you know, wish him all the best. But, uh you know, I hope we can, you know, take on the championship tonight. So, speaking of the championship, if you win tonight, you can see my, I'm, I'm obviously rooting for you guys hardcore, right? But if you guys win tonight, you're going to take the gold medal back to Mets camp. You got Eduardo Escobar who's on Venezuela who you guys beat, right? You're going to have – you have Verlander, you got Scherzer, you got all these guys, you know, poor Edwin Diaz, right? Unfortunately, what happened to him. But are you going to take your medal and be like, here it is, boys. Look, look what I got. Like, like I know Escobar. He's a great guy, right? So, you go up to him and be like, here you go, Eduardo. You missed out. We got this. Like, I mean, I'd be showing that thing off to everybody, especially my the guys I played and we beat. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, me and me and Edwin Diaz were, you know, always joking in, in spring training. You know, if I ever get to face you, you know, I'm going to take you deep. So, you know, it's unfortunate I didn't get to, you know, face him this, uh, you know, WBC and you know everything that happened with him. But um, yeah, definitely gonna, you know, show it off in the locker room a little bit. You know, you got all the Puerto Rico guys. Uh, you know, you got Eski with uh, Venezuela, and, um, you know, they had a good tournament as well, but, you know, it's not as, not as good as us. When you go back to camp, you got to go to Edwin's place, though. I heard they're taking care of him. That's everyone said, the nutritionist, <laughs> he's got the trainer, he's got the chef. Like, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got it all going on over there to get back, like, and beat the timeline so he can get back for the playoffs for you guys. Yeah, they're taking care of him. Uh, you know, we got a you know, great owner uh, with Steve who, uh, you know, really cares. So, uh, you know, love what they're doing with him, and, yeah, we'll, I hope we can see him this year at some point, you know, that'd be fantastic. And, um, you know, I think, you know, if he came back, it'd be playoff time. And, you know, that would be, uh, you know, electric, electric if you can uh, pull it off. Can't wait to hear that song again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jeff, have a great time tonight. Go kick some ass for USA. We appreciate having you on. We're looking forward to having you on throughout the season. And I promise we'll, uh, well, I can't promise cause I'm not in charge of Wi-Fi, but, uh, Shame on the hotel. We'll get better Wi-Fi for you. I know it's better at City Field. Stevie, Stevie pays for the best Wi-Fi there. So we'll be good the rest of this season, bud. Appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You guys have a good, have a good one. You, you too. Good luck tonight. Awesome. I better see him in the lineup tonight. Jeez, you were all over him about Dude, it. Yeah, That's yeah. not his call. Of course he wants to play. Jeff McNeil's yeah. a gamer. Dude, you know how D-Row is, though. Okay, but If okay. you're the manager and a guy comes up to me and says, I want to play, like I'm sticking him in that lineup. I don't care who's pitching with the other Okay. Team. Cool. So now you have to go to Tim Anderson and tell him he's not playing. Good luck with that. I'm not saying not they're, both listen, they're both players. great options. I just want the guy that, can, that I know. T Tim Anderson is 
Tim Anderson's an electric player. They're he, both great batting average guys, too. I true. mean, but two one on one a batting title last year. One that's how you're making the one decision. One on play second base regularly. Okay. What did Jonesy say yesterday about the Japanese team? They don't make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. You got to press yeah, the they, pedal yeah. on them, right? So you got to play defense, McNeil. Yeah. Got to put the ball in play. T.A. is a shortstop, though, with great range for second base. I'm just saying, listen, I love T.A., but I'm, I'm, I'm putting McNeil It's a there. tough problem. I'm, I'm maybe doing 50-50. You know why? Because I think the lefty tonight for Japan will hang him a curveball. Whack, you hit a triple down the right field line. One nothing. Somebody didn't, men- somebody didn't mention this, though, is that, uh, again, Trey Turner and T.A., you know, playing different positions, but uh, T.A. needs to play shortstop. Trey Turner's okay. played second before. You know what I mean? Again, not tonight. Maybe I mean maybe not tonight's tonight to do it, but he's a shortstop. Trey Turner has played second base before, and he's going to. You know, what I mean, it, just because he's a shortstop, I know he's taking his reps, but he still needs to see game action at shortstop. His position that he's going to go back. You ain't, to. Well, you ain't taking Trey Turner out of the lineup. Ex- no, but I'm saying move Trey Turner. <laughs> no, switch him over. I'm yeah, saying, that's I'm fine. Just move him. But that yeah, didn't do, do anything for him. my boy McNeil. No, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 so you think? Tim should be at shortstop and Trey at second base. And I, I'm with you, actually, Jonesy, on that one, because for Tim, even though, of course, he can handle second base, he just hasn't played there. So there were a couple times, right? I think there was a bobble they ended up making the play. There was the time with Goldie where there's a pop-up, and he, he's just not used to playing over there. Sure, on a shift here and there in the past, but um, for familiarity purposes, I, I'm with you. Trey's got much more experience yeah. there. And, I mean, you're, again, you're not losing defense either way. Both are very good. Trey might be a tick better. But, I mean, they both have incredible range. And you got Nolan over there, too. Like, that, that infield defense is ridiculous. Plus, across Crouchy, listen, I'm being a little selfish here. I want, I, want, I want McNeil to get in there, and then he can say after the game, you know, I went on foul territory before, and they, they you know, I, they talked me into. You want to impact the game? Hell, yeah, yeah. I want to impact the game. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. pinch hit. There's, there's spots. Yeah. But foul territory's well, saying, got knocks. That's yeah. it. I got knocks. I got, I mean, shoot, friggin' Stubbsy came on here. Unfortunately, he hurt his knee, but he came out and got barrels. Rowdy? Sent me a text after the game. He said, FT Live's got barrels. Rowdy came in. <laughs> Waffling balls. McNeil, I mean, Dero, you're listening right now? Whenever you need that knock, McNeil's in there. If you want a three for three game and him to get the MVP of the final game, he's your guy. Pinch hit McNeil late in the game. Hey, I mean, depends on the pinch matchup. Hitter. I don't mind that. I, you know, I don't mind. Listen, you put that kid, you put McNeil in any point, he's going to put the barrel on the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, he puts, the, puts the bat on the, like runner on third, one out. You need a, you got to need a guy to get the guy in. Don't want to strike out. Put him in there. He'll get it done. He's, you know, you know who else can hit? Cedric Mullins. Bobby yep. Witt Jr. There are yep. stars on the bench. This is the problem that you face. How do you sit? Some, who are you sitting? Who are you sitting for guys like that? Well, Kyle Higashioka. <laughs> don't, don't, stop, don't stop bringing up my guy Higgy. The Higster is in it. I mean, my guy posted posted a pic after the Cuba game. He's got his Nike gear. He looks exactly like, you know, Real Muto and Will Smith. But freaking D-Rose not putting him in. Wait, Higgy. has he got an at-bat? No A-Bs. That's so, bullshit. You know what? He's posting so Nike can get that sponsorship deal by Nike. He's like, look at me in my sweet gear, right? But he, you know, I saw hey. the one this morning where of him like after they won, he's like, you know, USA. And I'm like, damn, was that after he caught a bullpen? 
Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, that's my that's my guy. Hey, you always need a third catcher. That's that's how I got to all my stuff. I went to Japan because they wouldn't let Carlos Santana be the third catcher. They were like, you will not get in a game at all. So who are we gonna get? It was like me or Andrew Susak, the two the two backup catchers <laughs> that were still playing with the Giants and the Royals in the World Series and Sus and I don't know if they asked Susak before me. I'm pretty sure they did, but <laughs> I went to Japan and heck yeah. Hey, that's if, awesome. AJ, would you play on Team USA if you were the third catcher? Like, let's say it's like late right in your now? career. Absolutely. I'm saying <laughs> right now, hell yeah. When, Sign me up for 2026. I'm in third catcher. <laughs> hell yeah. Let's do this. When you were playing, let's say it was late in your career and it was Posey and someone else, and they were like, hey, dude, you're probably not going to play, but we're bringing you on. Why not? Hell yeah, I would have done sure. it. You know what? I mean, listen, I know my role. Well, we would make fun of you then on foul territory. Be like, I'm, oh, I'm not making Pizinski fun of Gashioka. Listen, he's a good player. He's got cool, cooler gear than I ever had. And he earned a, he earned a spot on a team that's very prestigious, especially position player-wise. It's not like it's the pitching staff that, you know, said uh, got no's from, like, the top 20 U.S. pitchers. This is the position I players. mean, I could have done what he's doing. Yeah, and if two catchers go down tonight. I could have done that. You can play one free. game. One game I could have figured it out. Oh, my gosh. I would love to see that. We would not want AJ on the day of the game. We would want him on the next day. Dude, he would not be able to, like, not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. You would not be sore. No, I would be sore a little bit, but not, like, where I couldn't move. I'd be fine. AJ, don't do that. I'm serious. Dude, I'm not. I don't need knee replacement, hip replacement, elbow replacement. I don't need. I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying – Nine innings I can in do the it. squat. I could do it. You ain't backing up first base. That's a lie. I'd be, I'd be slow as hell, but I'd get there. I mean, the guy would be on third by the time I got to the ball, but I'd still get there. You guys are ridiculous. I'm serious. I could, I, now, listen, I could catch a game tomorrow. Would it be very good? No, but I'm the third catcher. I'm not going to get in the game. There's no way two guys are going down. But then why even carry a third catcher? Because I get cool pictures, cool gear, and I get a little metal. Okay. Yep. What if <laughs> That's crazy? What if a catcher stuff. replaces another catcher <laughs> in the lineup and then that guy gets hurt? You need three catchers on a team like this. You need it. The third catcher for Japan got in last night. You see him, he couldn't catch a damn ball. They were throwing it. He was like pa-pink, pa-pink. It's like pinball back there. <laughs> he was nervous. He was nervous. He was. Scared he was. You don't you don't want to come into a game as the third catcher. I mean, I get it. The guy from Japan's not, you know, he's probably a starter too. They have some legit like hands defense guys. But everybody from Japan's throwing one of these things. And the later in the game. You get your butt gets a little puckered up when that thing. You're like, oh great, I gotta call the split. Oh boy, haven't seen a pitch in the last nine innings, probably the last three games. You're just like, and he's got a he. I hey, he looked like he had a brand new mitt out there. It was just boxing balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys can relate. You feel for him though. He's coming in like that in a big spot, and he hasn't done shit for a while. I feel for him. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, he's not playing today. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they do what they did last night because they, they kept pinch hitting for their catcher and pitch running. Yeah, they were all out. I mean, who cares? Yeah. There's no tomorrow. You do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. And, then they and put, it worked. And then they put Roberto Duran behind the play, and he was <laughs> They won the game. 
<laughs> and they're the best team in, in WBC history right now. I mean, they're 6-0 in this run. They've, I'm saying not this single oh. team. I'm saying Japan in general has won two titles. Mm-hmm. No other team has won two titles. They There's, could been, win four. A third. There's been four of these things, So right? what? No. Yeah, four. This, yeah. Is, the this fifth. is the fifth. Yeah. Right, right. They got two. U.S. has one. Dominican has one. No. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Right. They won the first two. Then Dominican. Then Dominican. Then, then USA, USA. And now this is now USA. the next one. Yeah. And now USA. So now what are you going to say? When they win tonight, you're going to say USA is the best team? Uh, I'll say it's 2-2. Two, two. Oh. It's even. So you're such no. a well, the difference, the reason that. You're such that, a Todd Frazier. No, I'm not. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you an edge. No, right now it's it's Japan. And even if they win, I might still give it to Japan. Because Japan, Japan's pitching is more dedicated and committed. And they get the top stars from Japan. How do you rank someone ahead of someone who loses? Thank you, Jonesy. I'm saying all time. I'm not saying for ben this Ballander, Ben Ben Verlander put Dominicans the number one team because on personnel. You team USA won. He put that recently, or he put that no, before at, the at the beginning. At the beginning of it. Well, I, I mean, Nick uh, Saban's ahead of Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart just won two. Like, yeah. come on. USA wins the last two. They're the best. What have you done for me lately in sports? Right. I guess. I mean. That's U.S. That's Japan, Japan. Every year they're a powerhouse. Like I don't this. care. Or every tournament. If USA beats them in the finals. Guess who's better? USA. USA. Yeah. Let's not act like Samurai Japan didn't like they barely beat Team USA in the Olympics. Yeah. See, Olympics doesn't do much for me personally. But no energy. There was no energy either. But nobody in that? there. Yeah, there was nobody there, and if they had, I mean, it was the Olympics, so it was the summertime, sure. so you couldn't get the top guys, but. Our season shut down for three weeks so that all the top guys from Japan can go play. This this is the Olympics for baseball. Hundred percent. Yes, jo- Jonesy, yeah. I have a question for you. Well, since you're the you know the sellout for MLB, what what <laughs> will there ever be a day? There, I'm serious. This is a serious question, and you you should know the answer because when we talk to Manfred tonight, I want you to find out. Will there ever be a day where we see the finals in Japan, like where they say the finals are going to go to Japan, or because of spring training? They want to keep it in the U.S. I think I, I, I think having it in Miami is the best because, I mean, you're having five to seven Latin countries. Um, J- Japan easily wins their bracket every time. Like, they haven't ever had, had trouble in their bracket. Uh, you know, it's because it sucks that, like, the Netherlands went over there. Like, but the, most of their guys are uh, American players, or USA players, I should say, in terms of uh, MLB. But... I think I think if if you could arrange something where it's like USA Japan in Tokyo, that would be that would blow it out. You know what I mean? To give them their fans something because like having all the Kevin Cuba here, Dominican, Puerto Rico, you're feeding to the to Miami and that the Latin community to go over there and give the Japanese that that opportunity to have their team and obviously Team USA, the two world best teams. I think I think that would be I think that would be great. If or or if or if you could do a four team, it could be United States, Japan, Dominican, Puerto Rico, or Venezuela. Just a four team parlay like how they do after the season. If you could do something like that over in, in Tokyo to give the Tokyo fans and the Japanese fans that uh, satisfaction. I'm just saying, like, to have the semifinals in the final, like, you know, Japan and, and uh, who else had to fly all the way over? Oh, Cuba. Cuba, Cuba. was in Cuba. Yeah, that's Cuba. why I was yeah. like, they're yeah. going to get smacked. They're yeah, like, but they had to fly the all the flight. way over. Japan had to fly all the way over. Like, why can't we just say that the semifinals and the finals are in Tokyo? Because they don't, what the reason you said at the beginning of this argument, they don't want the 
players going over there and then coming back for should, the Japanese guys don't care. Their players are in their spring training. They flew all the way over well, here. It's the U S tournament. <laughs> it's run by the yeah. league. You know, it's, <laughs> Maybe. they play by their rules. At least they, they we're going to host. Hey, we're going to yeah, host this thing in Poland in 2026. Yeah. Good luck right? with that. Yeah. They get, AJ, AJ is, a, you think he's a celebrity in, a, in the U S you should see him in Poland. They carry him on a pillow around the damn country. <laughs> Puzinski, Puzinski, carry him around. He's a legend in Poland. Oh. All they talk about is AJ. I, they have a museum for media, him, too. Scott. Check social media. Yeah, I will. Trust me. Hey, one more thing I want to do before we bring in Ken Rosenthal. I, I'd like to sneak this in right now. So Ken is the best reporter in the game. Second best, Eric Kratz. So <laughs> the New York Yankees. True or false, have to pay for their Wi-Fi, according to your sources. Give us the report like Kenny Ballgame would do. Well, Scott, I appreciate you bringing that up because a lot of my – no, I did ask one of the, a couple of the guys, and they said after, after COVID, they started kind of nickel and diamond guys, and they – they are now having to pay for Wi-Fi on the Delta flight. I was, I was ultra surprised. But hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I take Delta, I get free Wi-Fi on my Delta flight. Well, now Delta just recently, I think, made has Wi-Fi free Wi-Fi free. Yeah, so maybe the Yanks are popping. Jonesy don't it. fly Wi-Fi. Also, on Emirates, Jonesy, do they give you free Wi-Fi on <laughs> Emirates? They give you free Wi-Fi in a pass code. No, you pay. You pay for that. So that little room yeah. in the shower, you better get free Wi-Fi. Yeah, they give you they, the access code, your own little portal. They give you your own satellite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, yours is up there to the right, right yeah. there. Grazi, yeah. stay with your chest, though. Give me a real report here. I mean, even if it's different this year because now it's free for everyone, but, like, for a two-year span, give us the report. True or false, the New York Yankees, the richest franchise in baseball and almost all of sports, perhaps, or up 100%. there top three, are making their players pay seven, nine bucks, whatever it is for, for Wi-Fi? True or false? I didn't, I didn't, true. 100% true. I, I didn't find out how much they were charging them, but you got your, you got your, uh, your team menu, your flight menu, which I'm sure if you're nickel and diamond, you're, you're cutting out the quesadillas. So all you got to choose between is, you know, a Caesar salad and a chicken breast. But yeah, they, they cut it out. They, to get Wi-Fi, Every flight, not just like the long ones or the short ones. Every flight, you had to you had to swipe your card. I mean, that's that's just wrong. I mean, that's low. That is <laughs> that's slow. Cool. Hey, we play for the Orioles, Jonesy. The Orioles didn't even make you pay for Wi-Fi. Hey, all they did was just turn on the things. Everybody got Wi-Fi. Man, log in. But Jonesy, like when because like when you went to the Orioles as a visitor. Like you got the potato bread, you got the you got the you couldn't even get like white bread. You always got the potato bread, the yellow potato yeah. bread. You ever had, you don't even eat that, so you don't know what I'm talking about. I know what that's, it is. Why that's can't bread. I get like some white bread or some wheat bread? It's always the potato bread. Oh, the potato bread is the best. Baltimore different. <laughs> it's like going to Boston on the road. They they don't feed you well. They just give you like something that like was like three days old. Like come on, man. Give us some give us some fresh food in Boston. Got good food. They, nah, just some schlop. I ain't eating that. Were you, wait, did you go to Boston before they redid the uh, the clubhouse? Were you in it when it was yeah. the old clubhouse? Yeah. And like they would bring out the pizza that was like as big as his desk, <laughs> and that was the spread. It was literally a pizza, like this size. It was a square. That's pizza. what they had you guys eating before the Hell game. Hell yeah, it was so good too. It was so bad for you. It, it was. was so good. Right next to the soft serve machine. 
No, they don't yes. even have one of them in Boston. <laughs> no, in Boston. They had, they, no, Boston, they had the soft serve. Oh, yeah. On the Disney no, no. side? Yeah, yeah, but they they didn't at one time. It was just the pizza on the, the cart. There was a cart with just a pizza. <laughs> and you were like, Tommy, batting, this is yeah. the best we can do, Tommy. Was it the yep. center field used to have a batting cage? And then, it, then oh, you had yeah. to go down in the concourse underneath and go through the staff building and then through, through the offices. Open, yeah, through the offices, just go to the batting cage. I'm like, man. If you sucked, if you had to pinch hit, <laughs> like you better get up there in the fourth, get loose, take forever the, to get back down. The old batting cage, yeah. When the old batting cage was in center field, it had the it had the 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 roof that was like four foot tall. It's like you'd be hitting, and your coach was ducking every time because it was bouncing around. Bing 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 bing. bing. It was in Terrible. center field. You the net, hit the the net was stretched so tight. It wasn't oh, even man. a net anymore. It was a trampoline. It would just hit it and just go, <laughs> beep, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, so the White Sox, right? The White Sox used to have, and y'all know this, oh. they, only had, they didn't have a visiting cage. So it was on the home side. There was two cages. So the team had to come over. The visiting team had to come over and hit on the on the home side. So And that was an advantage, they thought, for years because it was cold and the DHs and stuff couldn't get ready to pinch hit. Well, then the problem is you get like Jim Leland coming over, throwing to his son in his underwear, only his underwear, and a cigarette. So he'd be like, <laughs> with no shirt on and just his underwear. Yes. You're trying to get ready for a game, and you got Jim Leland with no shirt on, cigarette, throwing BP to his son. That would motivate me to play while I wouldn't want to be near him. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so Scott. I never want to go back there again. Yeah. Um, I want to say, my family is watching right now in Barcelona. Uh, I'm telling my wife to tell my uh, my oldest son to click the subscribe as he knows how to subscribe. I don't know if yes. my wife knows how to subscribe to YouTube pages. Uh, so just want to give him a shout out and embarrass him a little bit, but appreciate you guys watching from abroad. See, we do have an international audience. It's not we just do. American. We have an international audience. Okay? We have we we really do, more, more than you know. I mean, John checks in, John Emmanuel Ramos Henderson. He checks in every day from Philippines. Nice. Uh, we have... June June, who is checked in today, um, and I can't read. It's in Japanese. I can't read what he's saying, but he checked in. Super cool. So we have we have a lot of international audience checking in. Oh, we need to get a we need we need to get a Japanese player. Jonesy, yo, get Otani after the game tonight. Yeah, <laughs> one time, Jonesy. Yeah, I, I, I got I got I, I, I got we got the same agent, man. It's it's hard to even talk to my agent anymore. Okay. Oh, but I I can get Yoshida. I, I got his. I know his interpreter uh, really well. Um, he's a funny dude. I took him out to eat a lot in Japan. Man can eat it. Ooh, he's a greedy bastard. Ooh. But uh, I, I can I can get Yoshida. I got the line of Yoshida. But we need to get the Jap- some uh, some Japanese guys on too. They're they're, yeah. they're hilarious. They're hilarious. No, I want I want Yoshida. I want to. Aren't one of you friends with Darvish? Kratzy? I, I mean, played with I'm him? friends with his translator, not not with you. That's a <laughs> Shingo's. Shingo's the man. You're not friends with you? with you. Wait, Shingo, with what's you. Shingo? Takatsu? No, Shingo's the Shingo was Masahiro was uh, Tanaka's was Tanaka's translator. Well, did he speak Japanese or English? I mean, because <laughs> he's. He's a translator. I hope he does. Well, I told, I told you a story where the White Sox said we had a guy that didn't speak English, and we're trying to translate. No, no, <laughs> Shingo's, Shingo's, Shingo's the guy. But you're saying the White Sox? The White Sox built the new batting cage. Maybe after you left Chicago for the visiting team. Yeah, I know, I know. Outside, the only outdoor <laughs> batting cage in all of Major League Baseball. No, they moved it in now. COVID. COVID now they did. It's in the I, tunnel now. Yeah. Seems like you would do the reverse for COVID outside. Dude, they had it outside. And like when I first went there as a visitor, I'm like, where's the cage? And they're like, follow the yellow brick road. 
Yep. And you walk yeah. outside and it's 20 degrees. You're like, damn, it's cold out here. <laughs> Brutal. Easily All the fans can see you. Hey, it is gorgeous weather in Florida. I can speak for that. So can AJ. So can Kenny Ballgame. Ken Rosenthal joining us right now on Foul Territory. Ken, great to have you. And uh, first off, yeah, I love the sunshine coming in there. How much fun are you having on a scale of 1 to 10 during this tournament? 45. And (laughs) I would say, I told my wife this last night, guys, that this is the most fun I've had covering baseball in my entire career. And that is not something I say lightly. I've been covering the sport since 1987, so I guess that makes it about 37 years now or 37th season we're starting. But this last week, 10 days, it's been amazing. And covering Adam in 2017 was a lot of fun, but this is elevated even beyond that. And it's exhausting in a lot of ways. I write after every game, but I can't even begin to tell you how much fun it's been. I've seen in the last four nights three of the best games I've ever seen. And that's saying something. I've covered a lot of World Series and a lot of great events, but man, there's something to this. And I understand fans who have concerns and whatever, but watch the games. That's what I said the last time. Just watch the games and then tell me, oh, this isn't great. It's great. Wait, Ken, weren't you the same guy complaining that you had to do 10 games in 12 days? Like, not complaining. Oh, there's a little I, bit of No, uh, I was not com- – no, I got to work so no, hard. No. I got to write. I got 10 – no, it's the greatest thing yes. of all time. AJ, you have never heard me once. You know this, and you need to take this back. You have never heard me once complain about my job. I love my job. I've got the greatest job going. And I did say, yes, 10 games in 12 days. That's more than I've ever done. That is a fact, not a complaint. Okay, good, good. Because I want to make sure. Now, are you ready for tonight's game? And I do have a couple. No, of I'm not questions. ready. I'm I'm just going to sit here and complain the rest of the day. That's it. I figured that's exactly how your reporters do it. That's how you media people do it. Oh, woe is me. My life's so hard. I get to watch great baseball for free. I get paid to do it. Now you sound like Adam Jones. But tonight's game. Adam doesn't complain either. (laughs) You're stirring up the wrong pot, man. So, Kenny, tonight, uh, serious note, tonight, Merrill Kelly, he didn't pitch great the first time, a little worried about him against Japan. Why him? Why not, you know, one of the other options? And the second thing I have is why not you Darvish tonight? Is there a reason behind why? So why both starting pitchers? What's the reason? Have you asked, asked that question? Well, we haven't had time to ask the question yet because they didn't announce this until after everything was done last night, all the media sessions. Now, what's curious about the Japanese choice is they're going with a left-hander. And the U.S. has the four right-handed sluggers at the top of the lineup. Betts, Trout, Goldschmidt, Arenado. They've got Alonzo. They've got Turner. They've got Real Muto. I mean, there's a lot of right-handed thought there. And it's curious to me why the Japanese team would start a left-hander and like you said AJ not you Darvish I, I don't get that now is it possible they switch at the last minute I guess but they seem pretty set on this being their plan and certainly Darvish can come in right away but I don't know why you'd start a lefty against those four right-handed hitters it's just beyond me Merrill Kelly is a little bit of a different situation he is probably Team USA's best option they used Lynn and Michaelis the other night, so both those guys are out. Kyle Freeland would be an interesting choice against a heavily left-handed Japanese lineup, but at the same time, he hasn't pitched since the Great Britain game. Merrill Kelly is a guy who is experienced, who is not afraid. He just didn't pitch well. 
in his last outing. And he's also a guy who pitched four seasons in Korea. So he has some familiarity with the Asian style. And I asked someone this morning, well, is it different between Korea and Japan, the way players approach it? And the person I spoke with said the hitting approach is essentially the same. It's similar. It's contact-oriented. The pre-pitch stance is similar. The swing paths are not all that different in many cases. So from that perspective, all those perspectives, Merrill Kelly is the right choice for where they are right now. Now, obviously, if you had Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander or Garrett Cole or Max Fried or any of those other guys, you'd want to go with them, but that's not where they are. Who's the, who's the guy on each team that you think is going to be the guy that steps up or you feel like how this is, that team is going to win the game, possibly? Well, for Japan, I don't know how you go, don't go with Otani. And he's going to factor into this perhaps multiple ways. Certainly last night, they needed a big hit to start the ninth double, first pitch. So I don't know how you can go against him. It'll be interesting to see if Murakami now, after the big hit last night, the walk-off two-run double, snaps out of it. He had been having a rough WBC. He's the guy who, at age 22 last year, hit 56 home runs and won the Japanese Triple Crown. So I don't know that you can count him out, but I would say those two. For the U.S., I mean, I don't know how you go against Trout. And he didn't have the best game in the last game. Turner obviously is red hot, but I like Mike Trout in all situations. I like him tonight. Kenny, what's up? I haven't seen you every day. Um, <laughs> don't sound so excited, Jonesy. <laughs> you've been writing. There he goes, complaining time. again, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> you've been writing for a long time. You've yep. seen great, great moments. Again, you're saying this is some of the best baseball of your career. Like, we're fans of the game. Has this, like, opened up your fandom? Obviously, you have to report what's going on, but have you been able to, like, take a step back and just watch as a fan? Well, not really, AJ, because when you're working the broadcast, it's not like watching as a fan. It's different. But I certainly have been able to enjoy what I'm seeing. And, AJ, you, Adam, you've been at the games. They've been electric and the crowds are incredible and even last night i was wondering how this crowd's gonna be it's japan it's mexico japan's really far away mexico's pretty far away and yet the crowd was incredible lots of passionate support on both sides so i can appreciate all that and not only that but watching the best players in the world compete against each other now we see that all the time in major league baseball to a certain extent but there's a different level here. One, these are all-star teams. Two, they're playing for their country. The players are playing for their country. And Adam, you experienced this. It is different. And you're seeing it not just in the foreign players. Obviously, Japan was quite excited last night. We have never seen Otani, at least in this continent, be that exuberant on the field. But we're also seeing it with the U.S. players. We're seeing it in Trout and anyone you might want to name. They are all having what they describe as the times of their lives. And that's really cool to see, too. It's really cool to see the players just so wired by this. And it's a combination of things. It's being with each other, being with all these fellow great players. It's the coaching staff, which they seem to enjoy. It's the atmosphere. And it's putting that Team USA across their jersey. That, to a lot of guys, means an awful lot. So when you combine all that, with the fact that it's really taking place with every country participating, 
it's a very, very special event. Hey, Ken, in your article in The Athletic about the game, the part that stood out to me, because you know how I am, I look for the petty stuff, but also the meaningful stuff, the quote from <laughs> Shohei Otani. It's been a while since I was playing in a win-or-lose game, a playoff atmosphere game. <laughs> Obviously, we couldn't lose, and I wanted to get the guys rallied up in the dugout. That was an absolute dig. I don't care what he says. And I'm not saying he's just speaking going, how can I take shots at my team that's had five losing seasons since I've been there? But I took a lot out of that, and I do relate it to his experience in baseball over the last five years. This guy is competitive as can be. He knows he's the best player in the world. So for me, I'm kind of looking at it going, is he regretting the last five years based on the signing decision that he made? That's the part to me that's standing out is I think he's reflecting and, and looking at a situation like this and being like, not only no playoff baseball, often in the second half of the year, he's playing meaningless baseball. And we always talk about it. it's a shame, Trout, Otani, et cetera don't get to play in meaningful games in the playoffs. So can, can you do, it's like the book report, the book report, look at what Otani said and give me like the meaning inside the meaning of that quote. What did you take out of it? Well, let's play some five dimensional chess here. Why not? <laughs> I was there when he said that. And he was talking to a group of American reporters. There was about, I would say 10 of us. And his translator, Ipe, was doing the interpreting. And he was asked the question, about his excitement, the excitement he showed on the field and why that was. And basically what he said was, hey, I, what that quote was, I haven't played in a game like this in a while. At that moment, I did not consider it a dig. It did not come off that way. But when I wrote, I wrote that it was an interesting response based, of course, on the last five years. And he's made it pretty clear. He wants to win. Trout is making it clear. He wants to win. He has said it's time to win. So it's no secret that Otani is a free agent after this season, and if the Angels do not perform better, he could be out of there. And even if they do, I'm not so sure he's going to want to stay because he's seen the last five years. So for sure, the excitement we saw is not an excitement we've seen here, and in part that's because the Angels have had five straight losing seasons since he's been there, seven straight overall. They haven't been to the playoffs in eight years. It's kind of affecting everyone in the organization, driving them, but at the same time, they understand where they are, and it's not a good place. Breaking news from Ken Rosenthal. Otani's not signing back, and Mike Trout wants to trade. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ken. We really appreciate it. AJ, uh, I'm about to complain about my job, people taking words out of context. <laughs> so, so, Ken, I want to go back to you're talking about Otani, but you, Darvish, I asked you, you know, why isn't he starting? There, you, I played with you, and, and I know how you works. Is there any part of this that goes back to him pitching in big games and not always having the best results in those games, whether it's the World Series with the Dodgers Game 7 or there's been some other opportunities where he started games that teams need to win that he's on, and he hasn't exactly pitched well. So is there any thought that, like, hey, maybe if we can use him out of the bullpen like they did when they won in 2009 or – another role for him. Do you think any of that played into it? AJ, it's a good question. I don't know. And remember, this is the Japanese manager making this decision, Kuriyama, not anybody in the major leagues. And I think the perception of Darvish over there is perhaps not quite what it is here. They perhaps see him in a higher light. 
And the 2017 Game 7 were the Astros stealing signs. We don't know exactly what was going on, but certainly it's possible since Major League Baseball determined that they were stealing signs illegally during that postseason. So I think he gets a pass on that. I know he's had some other rough games. I believe he was pretty good last year in the playoffs. So I don't expect that that is coming into play, but I'm really curious about this. We're going to meet with the manager before the broadcast. And I'm sure this is a question that's going to come up. I don't understand, again, the left-hander when you've got you Darvish. I don't understand why you wouldn't start Otani. Have him be the opener against those four right-handed hitters and see where it goes. But for whatever reason, this is the course they're taking. And I'm sure they have their reasons. Managers and teams always do. But it just seems curious to me. What does the WBC, what can we take from the WBC and put it in MLB. What's what's the one thing that's going to raise the entire MLB percentage points, excitement points? What you know, because you're there every day. What is the thing that we can do that we can implement in that we don't currently do now? I'm not sure, Eric. And playing for your country is a unique and rare experience. It's a privilege in a lot of the players' minds, and it's not something that can be duplicated in a 162-game season when you're playing for your employer, your team. So I don't expect in any way that we can see the same kind of energy during the season. However, there are things that can change. Adam, I don't know if we talked about this the other day, but maybe guys now will start coming out of the dugout for big home runs, not just walk-offs. Some of that can certainly translate. They do it in the winter leagues, and... No one gets too upset. It's the kind of the culture of the game in those places. And in my view, for too long in our sport, the culture has been too staid and too sedate and too don't look at me, we can't have any fun, all that. It goes back to the unwritten rules and all the things that we've talked about for the last several years. I'd like to see that change. And I'd like to see that not frowned upon when a player flips a bat or shows some excitement. We have, in my opinion, made some progress in that area, and there is a fine line between doing that and showing up the opponent and doing something that is widely perceived as disrespectful. But certainly, the fun that we're seeing here, the excitement, that can translate, and I expect it to ramp up a little bit more. Maybe not so obviously right away, and again, over 162, there is no way you can expect this kind of emotion, passion, energy. But when something big happens in the game, you want to pour out of the dugout, that's pretty cool. Ken, why? So why, as a person, you know, I got thrown out a lot after showing some emotion, <laughs> which I understand because that's the way we play it in America. But why is nobody's feelings getting hurt in this tournament as, a, as opposed to Major League Baseball where Tim Anderson flips his bat, Salvador Perez stops him at home plate and says, hey, don't do that again, right? But now if he would have done it when USA played Venezuela, what's changed? Like all of a sudden people don't have feelings because they're playing for their country as opposed to when you're playing for your team. I mean, you would think they'd have more feelings playing for your country. They do. And AJ, I don't know the answer to that question. And it's a really good question because you just mentioned Salvador Perez. He certainly doesn't mind that when Acuna does stuff for Team Venezuela, right? So I don't know why players perceive it differently. Obviously, there's one culture in Major League Baseball. There's another culture in international play and in the Caribbean and all of that. But 
I mean, if there's anything we take from it, it's have a little fun. I, Rose Arena last night, he did things that I've never seen a player do during a game. Signing autographs, bantering with fans repeatedly, just having the time of his life. And hey, that's not for everyone. Not every guy can do that and stay locked in. But if a player wants to do that and feels comfortable doing that, why not? It, it was something that a lot of fans really enjoyed. And he, if they had won that game last night, Team Mexico, oh my gosh, it would have been, it would have been Randy Rosarena's latest crowning moment because he was a show last night. It was amazing to watch him. He made one really great play, catch over the wall, and a couple of other very good ones, in my opinion. And all the while was just having a blast. It was it was crazy to see from field level just the way he was conducting himself. And it was in a good way, not in a bad way. And Kenny's playing well. In addition to the defense, I mean, he's hitting, so he's contributing to the team. He's massively contributing to the entertainment of the sport. And for the first 15 minutes, Arosa Reina dominated the conversation on this show. And no fun police over here said, no. wait, 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 no. let me talk. Don't put me in the th- same with me. I said, Arosa Reina, I think, is a different player in a situation like this. He's good in the regular season the last couple of years, but maybe there's another gear because he's having so much fun and he feeds off the crowd. And I know it's not always going to feel like a playoff environment, but my thing is maybe one time during the game in a pitching change in the fifth inning, he can sign an autograph or two during a three-minute commercial break where he's just hanging out doing nothing. I'm trying to come up with ideas that can make Randy be Randy on the field because he's doing that in the World Baseball Classic. AJ wants to bring WBC things over to MLB during the regular season. I didn't season. say that for him not to. I said, I said I'm all for it. I said when I was if playing. If you were his teammate, what would you I, have When done? I was playing, that was, you know, a long time ago. Now, dude, do whatever you want. I if don't If you care. were currently on the Rays in 2023, you'd <laughs> nope, say it's okay. Go for it. Okay, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't realize that. that. You didn't ask me that. I thought I did. <laughs> it, was but Ken, it was a different <laughs> culture back then, Scott. Ken, what do you think? Can, can Randy be himself a little bit more with the Rays this year and do something? I'm just giving an example because that's something he's doing in the World Baseball Classic. Doesn't seem to be affecting his performance. <laughs> no, it's not affecting his performance. I don't know that he'd feel the same energy in a regular season game that he's feeling right now. And it's funny, Taiwan Walker said to me the other night, if I was a team, I'd sign up, put him away for six months, and bring him out for the postseason. Because he is <laughs> he is a bright lights guy. He, he shines in these kinds of environments. It's crazy. And Taiwan said something else really funny too. I said this on the broadcast last night. Randy in the clubhouse and around the players is quiet. But yet, on the field, he's high energy. And Taiwan Walker said, it makes no sense. You don't see this kind of dichotomy with players very often. But certainly, he's got to be himself. And that's actually what we're talking about here. Every player getting to be himself. And by the way, that goes for Mike Trout. Now, Mike Trout, a few years ago, if you remember this, the commissioner called him out for not being more of a pure entertainer. It was a ridiculous criticism. This is a guy who is one of the finer individuals in the game from everything we can see from the outside. He is beloved by his teammates, respected by everyone in the game. He carries himself in a certain way, and it's not a look at me, show me kind of thing. He's not, he's not like that. So he's got to be himself too. And really, what I love about the sport is there's room for all kinds, and that's not just true of personalities. It's true when we talk about diversity. It's true... Even in body types, Jose Altuve versus Aaron Judge. That's the beauty of baseball in many ways, and it has to extend to personalities too. 
Hey, Ken, let's finish with this. Something we wanted to cover last week, um, but didn't get to because we didn't have you on later in the week. Rio Gomez, um, son of the late, great Pedro Gomez, one of the best reporters of all time in baseball history. And his son, Rio, who he was so proud of, pitched for Team Columbia at the WBC. You can see his mom in the stands, fam, just absolutely soaking in the moment and wanted to get your thoughts, as I know you were close with Pedro. Well, it was something else, and Pedro would have loved it. He would call me, and not just me, other reporters that we was friendly with as well, with updates on Rio when he was maybe in college or the low minors, and he'd send me video, photos. He was just so excited that his son had even gotten to where he had gotten. He was a walk-on in junior college, a walk-on in, co- in college at Arizona, and he was a guy who was cut from his high school team, low-round draft pick, and yet he accomplished so much. So it would have been so great for Pedro to have seen that. But his mother, Sandy, was there. He had a great outing, ending in a third scoreless. And I actually saw him that night. We went to dinner, uh, his mother, me, and another friend of ours. And <laughs> Rio, you guys, you guys will like this. He was like any player. He's like, ah, they should have left me in. I was rolling. I could have you know, gotten a couple more outs. And I'm like, dude, hey, maybe they took you out at the right time because if that, if that outing had ended with you allowing two hits, it wouldn't have felt the same. And you had an amazing outing, and now you can take this with you forever. So it was just a really heartwarming thing. And the only shame of it was that Pedro couldn't be there to see it because he would have – he just would have loved it. That's all I can say. Yeah, and he, and I know Rio looked up at the press box on the way off the field too. So yeah, it was a it was a perfect moment, and for anyone that that knew Pedro, it, you know, it really it hit home for a lot of people. Knowing I'm same here, I I knew him for many years too. Didn't have the same relationship, of course, but um, I've had conversations with him about Rio. So that, what what that story meant to him, his son, and his rise to be in a moment like this really means a lot. So. Ken, on that note, have an absolute time tonight at this game. It's going to be nuts. We'll talk to you afterward later this week. I don't know, Scott. It's not going to be very fun for me. I don't like my job. I, I just <laughs> want to do something good. else. This Ken, pack. good. I'm glad because next in three years when I'm the manager of Team Poland, you're our media director. So congratulations. <laughs> you hate your job. Just wait till you're running the media for Team Poland. AJ. The sarcasm font was on there in case you didn't see it. It's on. <laughs> I was going to say, be careful. AJ might clip that and say, hey, Ken doesn't like his job. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would never do that to Ken. No, I know. He's my guy. Ken, thank you. Have a great time tonight. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one, man. Uh, see, this is good. Everyone's getting comfortable just giving AJ shit. That's what you Bring wanted. It. Bring it. You, you dish it, you take it, and I appreciate Bring that. Bring it on. You know it. So, you know uh, it. Before we get off the subject, and I'm sure Jonesy and Kratz knew Pedro Gomez. As I mean, I knew him very well. You know, he was around a lot, and he always talked about his son. Mm-hmm. Like always, he's like, "You got to see my son pitch. He's at Arizona. You got to see my son pitch. He's in the minor leagues." And he was just, he just, he's like, "He'd get you out because he's left-handed. He throws a little sidearm." Like probably, but you know, it was just, you know, Pedro was one of the best guys. He was always there. He'd, he'd listen to you. He, he, he'd understand. You know. And, He'd go have a beer with you and, and talk to you about the game. So, you know, for him and his son, it was a special moment. And I love what Ken said. Well, maybe they took you out at the right time. You know? Yeah. You know, everybody always wants to go more. But, you know, one in the third scoreless. All right, let's get a son out and go off on a high note. Right. 
My experience with Pedro was great. I mean, I didn't know his, about his son, um, but he, I mean, I've had so many interviews with him, but he would explain to me the importance of Latin American baseball. And he told me so much just about the Caribbean and Venezuela, the Colombians, and just, just the international and the Latin style of baseball and how proud he really was of the growth that um, baseball is presented. I mean, obviously you see the numbers up throughout the Latins in the last decades because, you know, they had stars and people to look after and look up to. And he was the one who really started to educate me early in my career on uh, the importance of the, of the Latin American uh, baseball. And that's why you see that even the Latins – to this day, they even the guys in the big leagues, they always have a bin of stuff. And he told me, he's like, go to go to some of the Latin players, all the things that you don't want, you know what I mean? You want to throw them away, these pleats or stuff. Nah, these kids over in Dominican, trust me, they'll wear them. They'd be size 15, they, they don't matter. They'd wear them. And he, he brought that awareness to me. And he was just, he was, he's, he was proud of, of Latin American baseball. Yeah. Great reporter. A great reporter. ESPN, right? He was with ESPN, ESPN forever, maybe. For a long time. He was awesome. Many years. Great guy. Great guy to talk shop about the game and anything else. Um, we got a lot to do here on Slap Hands. So get ready for all of you with your predictions for tonight, and I'll give you the lines in a moment. There's been a lot of chatter. Yeah. There's been a lot of ch- over under two. There's been a lot of chatter in the comments, especially from Lee, who's giving us the scouting report and saying that we are somewhat shortchanging the lefty starter for Team Japan tonight. There's been a mm-hmm. lot of comments, so I have to find where he put the scouting report. I don't think, when did we him, ever Imanaga, him? He said 97 Imanaga. fastball, dirty sl- dirty splitter, dirty curveball, beautiful slider. Well, Beautiful slider. Beautiful. I faced yeah. him. I faced him. Oh, so he, he, you go Jones, deep he off him up. like you did Suzaki and you told him to throw a damn fastball? I didn't. I had to pinch hit off of him. And like the eighth inning, he was shoving against us in uh, one of the playoff games in the, in the finals over there, shoving. And they came get me to pinch it. I'm like, we're down by three. I'm not leading. I'm leading off the inning for what? I'm not a table setter. I'm driving people in. And yeah, he was all on my hands. Wow. <laughs> Is it because of the beautiful so, I mean, he's, slider? He's got, he's got the, he's got the, the beautiful slider. Yeah, you know he ain't. You know, I mean, fastballs. I'm I'm all over those. But he got <laughs> he they they got ride. That's one thing about the Japanese players. They they the true four seam. You caught a lot of pitch. They got they got the natural ride. And Imanaga throws hard and he's over the top four seam. So. You know, do you think these kids, do you think these team USA give a rats? They're going to be ready. And fastballs, no matter if you tell me you're going to throw a fastball, I don't care how hard it is, I'll be ready. Yep. This team's been hitting too. We, yeah. We've said it the whole time. They are winning 10 9 games or, or whatever the score was the other day, 14 2 games, whatever it is. Chris, what, what, what do you think? I mean, all these righties, right? I mean, if he's a lefty and he's throwing 97, I mean, that doesn't really matter in today's game. That's slow, I mean, compared to some of these guys, but like, you better be able to locate the split to me. And, and, you know, you're doing a game plan against Goldschmidt, Trout, Betts, Arenado, all these righties. Like, the split to me, right, is the pitch that he's going to have to be able to control to get these righties off. 100%. I mean, if he has late life, you know, it's just going to be – it's going to be top of the zone stuff, and he's going to have to land enough splits off of that same angle or they're not going to chase that. So, to me – if you're mitigating this lineup, which he's going to have to do, he's not just going to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. I, you know, I throw, I mean, 97, like you said, I guess from the left side, that's a little bit higher than mid, but 97 from the right side is just mid. But like, he's going to have to, he cannot let Trout beat him with the split. That, like, if I were to just give a 30,000 foot view right away, you can't let Trout beat you with the split. To me, I'm going after Arenado because Arenado, is just going to try to hammer anything 
slow and down out over the plate to the right side. And if you just give him a little bit of time, give him enough leash, he'll he'll get himself out. So to me, you got to mitigate around throwing trout splits. Like if you throw heaters up above the zone and he doesn't chase, tip your cap. Move on to Goldschmidt. And you got to be able to you got to be able to get Goldie if he's swinging at the pitch up, he gets that, you know, where he shortens his hands inside the ball. He can catch up to a bullet if he wants to. But then you got to be able to work that split down as a strike, like you said, AJ, but then also down off the plate too, or else you're you're in big trouble. If you're only going ball above the zone, ball below the zone, you're you're in big trouble with this lineup. So what Ken said is he did Ken said that Mike Trout was his guy, right, tonight? Pick to click. Pick to click, right? Yeah. So so here's my thing with Trout. Like the scouting report on Trout is you throw him here, right? Which is up. Yeah. Right? You throw him up in the zone, you throw him heaters like at his belt or higher because he has a hard time with that pitch. The thing is, if he throws the split like Crouchy said, and he throws it down, or even if he tries to sneak that slider back foot, he better get it there because that is right into Trout's swing. I mean, if I'm him, I'm throwing him nothing but heaters, belt high and above. Saying here's 97, dead four seamer. And Mike Trout really, I mean, can't catch up with it because of his swing. I'd bounce him. I'd bounce him one. I'd bounce him yeah, one. Yeah, just to split. show him. I am not just just to set. Just like if you were to if you were to get a guy out with, you know, whatever pit. Like you're, it's a show me pitch. I would never, and I've never even seen this guy's slider. It's a beautiful slider, so I'm not sure where that range is on the on the range <laughs> of good and sharp sliders. But a beautiful slider. Just sounds like he can throw it for a strike. And you cannot get it back foot on Trout. Go look at the videos. Go look at the stats. Like, you try to get the slider back foot, your best bet, if he can backdoor that slider, Trout has a tough time elevating. That's the one low pitch that Trout has a tough time elevating. But you have a small window backdoor. Like, if you're trying to get back into count, with a sweeping slider that's going to be off the plate, but you're just talking about nibbling. We're we're we're, we're talking about nibbling here. I'm 100% with AJ. That fastball top of the zone. Anything's gonna anything outside of that has to just be like you're you're playing with fire if you want to throw it for a strike. Also, here's the thing with with the Japanese pitchers. Uh, I do know by Ben over there. If if something is hit hard, they'll be they they they'll tails go under their tails go under so if like i said mookie starts a game he monaga's throwing 96 97 you know okay and uh mookie just like bang i don't care about you pulls it just easily pulls it that can have an effect to them psychologically like oh i can't get in on there then i gotta go do something else and they'll go away from their whole entire game plan so team usa gonna have to come out and just hit a couple balls hard i'm telling that it will it will rattle them because they're not used to it they're used to soft contact maybe one or two guys hitting something hard. But if you got a consecutive lineup and then he looks on deck and Trout just hit a double and he's like, Gosh, oh, man. And Arenado, and like, obviously, Team USA's lineup does not weaken. So just you got you to gotta get him uncomfortable and hit that ball hard to because it'll, it'll rattle them. That They're not used to it. They're used to perfection. And then you're excited. You're like, ah, oh, finally, I get a break. It's the nine hitter. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's Trey Turner. Turner. <laughs> <laughs> he might be – he's the best player in the tournament for them right now. Right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving him. Are you leaving him nine, by the way? I'm yeah, hell him. yeah. I'm leaving him right yeah. where he's at. Yeah, leaving him. How, how annoying is that for a pitcher? All right, who's up ninth before Mookie? Oh, fuck. Nah. Trey Turner? No, Rio Muto hit eight. 
Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good. He it's third for a team that went to the World Series last year, third and fourth. Well, I, I said that about the WBC. Is the guys like McNeil gets third through seventh, or leadoff through seventh. He, his line would be weird. Here, we, we had Daniel Murphy not getting at bats. Goldschmidt, uh, Hosmer played over Goldschmidt. Uh, LaCroix played uh, a little bit more than Posey. Like, that, that's the only part that's like, you know, you can't get enough at bats for everybody. So it's just like, who plays, who doesn't play? And like Mullins, you want Mullins in there, but Tucker's playing and Mookie and Trout ain't sitting unless it's a blowout. So it's like certain things you want to get guys at bats, but roll with the hot hand, man. AJ might have started like some fire in the clubhouse if McNeil goes up, you know, to D row and he's like, hey, I'm playing today. He and he's like, he no, won't. you're not. He won't do it. <laughs> he's like, I mean, think told about me. the options, though, that D row has. Okay, well, no, McNeil, because there's a lefty. I'm going to start Tim Anderson. Yeah. Oh, gosh darn it. And then maybe McNeil later in or the game. Or Bobby Witt. Or they bring in Otani, and you get McNeil up there with a runner on third, and he slaps one of those splits to the left. I mean, it's nice to be D-Row offensively. Defensively and pitching-wise, he's got some He's got some harder questions. He's got Merrill Kelly starting in this game. And then I think Everyone a, lot else of, is available. a lot of bullpen action. How many? Okay, so I know we're going to do Merrill Kelly goes picks. three innings or less if he's, like, perfect. If there's, like, any sign of them getting yeah. on him. Yeah. Oh no! They're all, they're Dude, he's he might go the plug. one inning. Yeah, he and might. They might go inning, 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 inning. And the only yeah. guy I can almost say that's not going to pitch is Daniel Bard. Lance Lynn's pitching. Lance Lynn. Ain't if you were watching <laughs> the game yesterday, Michaelis. So those are the three that ain't pitching. Lynn better get in the damn game. Lynn, Michaelis, and and uh, Josh Bard aren't pitching. Right. Not Josh. You got Hans' Bard. number? AJ, you got Hans' number? Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn. Yeah, yeah. Call, you I mean, call him yourself and be like, "Hey, can uh, can uh, can, yeah. can we get Lynn on the game?" We get on the TikTok. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on that. One. <laughs> All right, let's do predictions, okay? Before we finish up, um, Jonesy, you're up first. <laughs> what do you think? Team USA, all the way. Now the score. I mean, I, I expect I expect a, a a game like last night. I'm 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 gonna say six four Team USA. Oh, yeah. hey. You know what I'm saying? Give that us was me after I won. Hey, Yadier was like, hey, um, are you guys going back to uh, – you guys going back – we're going – look, at we having a party in Puerto Rico. Look at all our fans. I'm like, I'm not going to all 50 of our states. You want me to go to Olympia, Washington? You want me to go to all these places? No, I'm, I got a plane back, turned up, and went back to see my kids as a champ. This is good inside my, access right here. My boy Who Jet right the there. He's our, B, he's our BP thrower, my wife, uh, Michael Givens, his wife. Um, and we just, it was like, man, I ain't, I ain't trying to go to LAX. I'm like, yeah, let's just get a plane. Let's go back. Rich like people that. problems, man. What? Getting Baseball been Betty Betty Goo. Yeah. Baseball been Betty Betty Goo. Kratz and, and I would have been on Southwest back to. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I told everybody, the only thing that sucks about Florida is that I'm going to Sarasota. So it's like, you know, people go, they have to go to Tampa and the other side of the state. A lot of the guys that went back to Arizona, they all got the same, they got a plane together. Because, you know, we're all going to the same city. So I was Jonesy. like, I'm good myself. But yeah, no, Florida's much more spread out. Um, over, under, 10 runs total in the game. Over. Over. Okay. Um, Kratzy? Can I comment about the, the celebration video? You can do whatever you want. There's no rules on this that show. You know that is such a big league flex by you with having your BP guy on there. Good for you, Jonesy. That's that my so dude. nice. 
But that is so bootleg of you having Johnny Walker black on a private jet. You ain't getting that's no blue, blue, baby. That's man. Blue. That you picture look blue. That picture look black. I, I don't drink blue. I don't drink black, red, green, gold. Now only blue. If I'm mad at no, don't disrespect don't, me. Don't disrespect me. Don't be. That's blue. It blue, better be blue. That, it's that dark blue. blue. That's what the blue looks like. Is it? Yeah. I got yeah. bad color on my screen. My it's bad, okay. Jonesy. <laughs> Turn your hue up. So then, so then you did it. Turn that so hue up. Then you up. did it all. You did it all. All right, my prediction. I yeah, mean, who's on. winning and what? Uh, Say Japan, dude. Say Japan. You won't. No. I mean, I wore a Japan jersey because I like I like baseball, and this okay, is unbelievable. Frazier. But I got under it. I got a USA shirt, so I'm all <laughs> USA, all the way. Yeah. We'll get into the Kratz hats. How many? Everything. How many, how many? How cold is it at your house? I mean, how many damn shirts you got on? You got three shirts on. It's freezing. Is that in case something changes in the first inning? You take off your USA, you put on your Japan, and you then if Japan starts losing, you take that one off. You got to be able to be flexible. So I got it on. So US is going to take the lead. Japan's going to come storming back, and USA is going to win it all. If I can't get it out of there, it doesn't matter. All right. Yeah. And I got. I man, I feel like I feel like nine seven's my score. I'm definitely taking man, the over. I'm not go, sure baby. if I want to take a spread though. I'm not. I mean, I was looking. I was honestly just looking at the roster and seeing who they're bringing out of the bullpen. I just, I'm just nervous about Dero having the right guys ready at the right time. But, and that's why that's why I'm feeling like a nine seven. What's the what's the spread? The spread's one and a half. I mean, it's one and a half for. For, that's how most games are during the regular season. One and a half USA gets you plus one fifteen. So you, you don't have 10. to go there. Over under ten. Yeah, I mean money line and, and over under is fine. So I'm not I'm, I'm not over. touching spread tonight. You're going over. Over I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going America, but I'm not feeling great about it just because I'm worried about like what if one relief pitcher stays in for twenty pitches and gives up five runs. Um, but I feel really good about the over. Feel yeah. really good about the over. Yeah, you were a little nervous about the over last night. Yeah, and I hit. Yeah, because of that two-run double in the last inning. Exactly. I got to nine. So you're taking USA and over. Over. So and that's I'm, pretty I'm, much I'm heavily, heavily putting, like, I might go USA, like, because uh, they're minus 135, 135 down to 100, but then I'm, I'm hammering the over. What do we know about who's available for Japan? We know the two starters, obviously. But what about all the guys they brought in in the, the bullpen? Who's up? Who, I mean, it's Japan, dude. I, I'm everyone, everyone, everyone besides Yamamoto, everyone besides the and Sasaki, everyone Darvish? else. Yeah, but ready. also, I mean, that's part of this. We Otani? don't know the answer. I mean, okay, so you're taking USA in the over. Yes. Gosh, I hate y'all. They got this kid, Etoy. They, they got, got, got Shuto. They got, got Shuto's a Shuto speed. Shuto yeah. Bad grill. Bad Bad grill. I mean, I have a USA smokers with the bad teeth. I mean, I have a USA shirt on. I'm not going to pick Japan. I wore a USA shirt two days in a row. I ain't taking Japan. But this is your money. And I'm and I'm definitely going to take the over because one, I don't think Merrill Kelly makes three innings, Mm -hmm. and I don't know who Japan can throw to get them. I mean, it's going to be like a seven six seven five. I don't know about nine seven, but that's a little high for me. But I think it's USA seven five seven four, something around there. I think it's a good game. You know what? I this is what here's my here. You know what? Here's my prediction. Otani right. comes in to close. Mike Trout's up. He gets a base hit to win in the ninth. Angels fans are torn. USA fans are happy. Japanese fans are pissed. There's my <laughs> prediction. Seven six 
USA Mike Trout gets a split, two-run single, walks him off if they're the home team. Clip it off. Can't wait to show it later when that happens. All right, quick quick here. Um, Kratz hats, take over. Real quick, you didn't think there was a minor league USA hat, but there is. There's definitely a minor <laughs> league USA hat from the Premier 12. But, yeah, got to play with – this is 2019, qualifying for the Olympics. We didn't qualify for the Olympics, but we qualified for the next qualifier because we lost to Mexico on a game-tying home run in the ninth inning. Somebody called the wrong – Pitch. It was be not saying it was this guy, but there was nobody else playing. Let me give you a military base of the day. Fort Irwin National Training Center, major training area for the U.S. military in the Mojave Desert, northern San Bernardino County. Of course, I've been to a festival in that area, so I can I can do some reporting on San Bernardino. For sure. Yeah. Coachella. All right, play that. Exactly. Hell yeah. Have you been to Coachella? I have not, as I was playing. <laughs> I, I thought you were on your way on this, back right Coachella here. Right there. I thought Jonesy was on his way. That's what you do. Hey, you just won the World Baseball Classic. What are you going to do instead of I'm going to Disney? I'm going to Coachella. Going to Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> I'm skipping <laughs> Play that music. What a day. Thank you to Jeff McNeil for joining us. Ken Rosenthal for spitting some fire as usual, including saying this is the best mm-hmm. event he's ever covered. Love that. Um, thanks for watching FT Live on a Tuesday. Enjoy the World Baseball Classic championship game usa and japan if you missed anything from the show you can scroll back otherwise we'll post a whole bunch of clips coming up the rest of the day we will see you on wednesday and we'll post later some of the guests that are joining us thanks to the ogft fans see you soon subscribe please subscribe if you like this subscribe there's all the places facebook (laughs) twitter tiktok instagram twitter look at you podcast subscribe it's free company man ready Right. Yeah, coming soon.